You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Oh, hello. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. If you're a regular listener of our show, of course, this sounds a little bit different of an intro, and that's because we want to play our interview with Neil Brennan first. Who is amazing. Of course, the creator of The Chappelle Show has done so many amazing things, yeah. and he came and hung out with us today. Absolutely hilarious and awesome. He's going to be at Helium Comedy Club here in Portland tonight, November 14th, and then two shows each on Friday and Saturday. I highly recommend going to see him. He's yes. awesome and super cool dude. And tweet him on Twitter. Yes. Follow and him all on the Twitters. And all of these things. And all of these things are true. Let's just go to this. So uh, we're going to play the interview, and then afterwards will be our full regular show. But here he is, Neil Brennan. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Fun Employment Radio, and that's a uh, the full dot-com scenario. Uh, and you're listening to, well, not at the moment, uh, I'm Reese Darby. Uh, should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. Oh, boy. <laughs> yes, indeed. Who's oh. Nibbler? Who's Dylan? Greg's, uh, that's, that's the Nibbler. I'm yeah. the Dylan. Yeah. It, it is my actual last name, 1B. It is that your real last name? It is not. How did he come up with Nib- How did he come up with that? How did wait? No, Reed's Nibbler's his real last name. And in, in Dylan, I'm Sarah Dylan. Oh, yeah, okay. So you're all right. Yeah, yeah. Nibbler. I'm not a man. Right. Yeah. I mean, no, no, no. I know. That's why I'm, I'm wearing a lot of like I'm wearing excessive amount of makeup. I look like I'm making up for something. Yeah, no, it's Portland. Also, okay. so yeah. you never know who's. <laughs> yeah, if you had a scarf around your neck, that would really. I shaved be my telling. beard today. It's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> close um, shave. Yes, really very nice. close. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcoming out of Fun Employment Radio, Neil Brennan. Hello, sir. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing, Neil? Welcome to our first city. Yeah. yeah, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Is it, so we talked to you a couple of years ago. Have you been back in the interim? Did, did we miss a you? Theater. God damn it. Maybe a year ago. Okay. Uh, like Alti, Port in Portland. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I want it. It may have been the Aladdin. It's over in that area. It's on okay. whatever street that is. Okay. That could be the Aladdin on M- Mississippi Pretty, McLaughlin. Yeah, One we're or, go with Milwaukee. Miss, Milwaukee. We're gonna go with uh, Milwaukee. Okay, we'll okay. go with that one. One yeah. of the M's. We'll go trees. with the Rose Garden. Yeah, we did yeah. the Rose Garden. Yeah, about a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but it was great. Oh, was that's fun. awesome. Yeah. This is a good. I like. I like Portland. Yeah, you guys got the right idea. Yeah, like you're. It's there's a humanity to your life that you don't get a lot of places. A humanity. <laughs> there's just like it's like there's a barber shop downstairs. Like mm-hmm. there's a spray tanning place and a barber shop <laughs> and they're comme- they're like getting they seem they get along. They yeah, do. our building is pretty interesting. It's, they're commute, you know what I mean? They're not being jerks. They're not like they just it's like yeah, man. It, it seems like you got and a lot of bikers. There are yeah, a lot of bikers. Bike. Yeah, even in this building right now we're above a balloon factory. And a distillery and an olive oil company, I think. Yeah. This I feel of- like I could start a small business. I think you in can. In Portland. Yeah. <laughs> what I, whereas in most cities, I never I never get that feeling. And yeah. guys, I've been looking for that feeling. <laughs> that small business feeling I'm about the future. I feel like this building actually could be pretty self-sufficient in like an apocalyptic situation. I might have about down every, hatches in really? here. Really? Yeah. You think the balloon factory is well, coming in? Well, I mean, I... I First, they'll go the for the balloons. People. I mean, you need somebody to amuse you. Yeah. You know, you get bored. Oh, trust me. I've walked through my scenarios, <laughs> uh, my end of day scenarios, where I'm like, all right, look, they're going to need some jokes <laughs> right. someone yeah. to lighten the mood yeah yeah. Uh, I would assume that, that uh, Walking Dead's not a lot of laughs yeah I haven't watched the show but I, it seems like yeah it's, it's not too I tried to watch time. it it's yeah. not too jokester they could use somebody telling 
telling jokes. If there was somebody, if there was somebody laughing in the face of the zombies, I would probably find that show more interesting. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I but they, I don't think that they would. They would. Uh, I don't think that. Like, what do they call themselves? The survivors or something? I'm um, sure that there's not a premium put it, right? on. Like, we've got to save the guy who tells jokes, right? <laughs> yeah, and then surround you and yeah, sacrifice themselves. Uh, there's a movie called. Uh, collapse. It's on Netflix. Really great. Really frightening. I think that's actually been recommended to me. What What is that one about? It's about it's about it, it, this guy who was a he was a CIA agent and he's a member of the LAPD mm-hmm. and he's probably sixty now, white guy, and he basically he was the first. You know how when when you hear black guys go like. You know, the CIA brings drugs into our community, sell it explicitly, and you're kind of like, do they? Maybe you guys don't hear that, but mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of black conversations. <laughs> um, and you're kind of like, eh. This guy actually said, I work for the CIA, and we brought drugs into the black community. Really? Whoa. Yeah. In a press conference. So anyway, so now he's uh, he's sort of a like a peak oil, like uh, weather war, uh, global warming. He's basically saying, like, save uh, seeds. And uh, some a gun, and like I know friends in LA who have straight up go bags. Really? Yeah, like straight up like earthquake end of civilization. This bag. is it. I like Pete. I don't want to drop names. Pete Holmes <laughs> has a go bag in his somewhere in his house. And listen, to this. it's got cash in it. <laughs> We've talked about it. It's got cash. I don't know if it has a gun. So yeah. So that the, we've all in LA. We're, again, that's that. That's what Portland doesn't have that LA has is fear of uh, <laughs> survival instincts that's yeah. true yeah, yeah there's kind of like, like we'll be fine like, like we'll blissful it's ignorance it's not gonna happen yeah. in our no, lifetime man, right. so what Neil Brennan is saying is be afraid <laughs> yeah there's right. not I mean, fear yeah like why I mean I, I personally don't have a go back but because I'm just assuming like I won't because I, I was talking to somebody about it and I was like I'll just get a gun and he's like then someone with a bigger gun will just come mm-hmm. and take whatever you have so there's right. not there's no there's no so I don't know what I think we just have to hope that it doesn't happen. Well, see, then oh, someone shows up with the big gun and you make them laugh and smile. And yeah, like, remember you. Chappelle show? <laughs> so anyway, guy, <laughs> yeah, that's my plan. So when you're in LA, when this happens and you grab your go bag, where would you go? I where would be your safe? Live place? in Venice. Okay. Uh, and I actually know a guy, friend of a friend, who wrote a book about survival. He says, go to the marina. Hmm. And bribe your way onto a boat, but then what do you do? Then, yeah. then the, your life sucks. You live yeah. in the ocean. Yeah, but you can wait until all, like all this shit is done on land, and then you can come back. And just float on back. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because then maybe this is like one of the scenarios that they can swim, and then they're like chasing your boat. That's the problem. Is I'm a bad swimmer. It will suck. I should just die because I'm <laughs> yeah. not gonna. My life on the ocean won't be worth living. It does sound like a lot of a work. life on the ocean to me is would might as well be. I might as well be paraplegic. I don't know. Waterworld made it, made it seem uh, pretty enticing. Well, look, I, w- would I wear a loincloth? Of course I would. Would I enjoy that? <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, if that were socially uh, acceptable, I'd wear one right now. Yeah, I don't. I don't. But yeah, the the I it would be no kind of life for me. Yeah, a sailor's life is not for me. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think I'd do well on that. the sea either. That's too much confinement. I don't. I don't know what I would do with that. Also, I'd go I'm crazy. such a bad swimmer, and I get seasick. Oh yeah. So I just constantly be throwing. Up. Uh, so you you brought, yeah you'd be the guy that was on the survivor ship throwing up. Not happy yeah, about the situation. It doesn't matter how funny you are. They're going right. to be like, dude, you should just you should go. Yeah, you'd be the <laughs> annoying guy, and then they'd eventually get tired of you, like, like retching you guys, everywhere. Just, just stop the phone <laughs> for like an hour. <laughs> I just need, like, some calm. 
Yeah, that no one would like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, last time you were here, we were talking uh, a bit about basketball because when we were here last time, when you yeah, were here didn't last you time, didn't you guys have something to do with the? With the yeah, we did. Yeah, we did an online did an online television Past, show for them. Yeah. yeah, we're not doing it this season. Did, we did Ian it for three do it seasons. too? Ian yeah. did a show. He did something like that. Okay. Yeah, he did it for the Comcast Network. We worked directly for the Blazers. Got it. So, so similar did, but yeah. different bosses. So he did a game, uh, show called Tuck and Ball. Yeah, and he was very funny on it. Ian's yeah. a funny dude. Have Ian, you seen him? Ian a lot Carmel. of him. In- I have mm-hmm. seen a lot of him. Yeah. he opened for me at this theater show I did, and uh, and I was like, he said he was moving to LA, and I was like, dude, I think you'll do well. Mm-hmm. Like he's because he's he's cartoonishly fat, mm-hmm. which is like that sounds like a like I'm being an asshole. I know but, exactly what you say. But no, that it's, isn't. I had this conversation with somebody in LA. You either have to be like the correct weight or. You have to be cartoonishly fat. Mm-hmm. Right. There's no in Meaning, between. There's no in between. You can't be. You never see people on screen that are like portly. Mm-hmm. Right. You're either George Clooney or John Goodman. There's no one who's like in. You know, meaning like George Clooney's maybe in too good a shape, but like Matt uh, Ben Affleck, someone who's not in crazy good. You just have to be the right weight or the mm-hmm. wrong weight, and that's kind of like a movie thing. Uh, when someone cuts to you, they just have to know what who you are. Like you cut to a fat guy, and you're like, yeah, I like this guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm having fun already. <laughs> and Ron Funch is same thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm, there's a through line to Portland, which is terrible nutrition. Kind of this. I'm thinking about the yeah. L.A. gets their fat people from Portland. <laughs> it's true. We are exporting. We're them. the new source yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's sad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think with like guys like? Um, like Ron and Ian, do you think that they are going to like do the thing where they don't want to be the fat guy anymore? Do you see them like, like the uh, Jonah Hill thing? I don't think that Ron Funches will ever not want to be the fat guy. Yeah, I think he I think he will it. he will stay where he is. Mm-hmm. I believe Ian will try, and Ian you think will so? not succeed. He'll get that like the gastro. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. he would get gastro. I think he's going to get like Ian's going to have a health issue at okay. some point. Okay, that'll force him. I think Ian's going to get in a terrible car accident, and I think that Ron. Yeah, that's what I. Th- I think Ian will. Uh, but he, no, Ian's uh, Ian's like Ian. Both Ian and Ron, I saw up here, and I walked into some open mic the first time I was here, and I saw Ron, and I was like, "This guy's pretty." I saw like two jokes. I was like, "This guy's pretty good for like an open mic." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it turned out he was one of the better guys in, in city in the city, but. uh but yeah, he booked this sitcom. Yeah, like right out of the gate. Yeah, and yep. same with Ian. Like he lived in L.A. and was immediately a writer and performer on Chelsea lately. See, yeah. that's awesome. It's in like, like a life week. is yeah, life is telling you like you took a step in the right direction. Like yeah. what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, very much so. Yeah. And, but it's it's they're also talented, sweet guys. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're not. Neither of them are jerks. Yeah. I mean, Ron. For long. I'm kidding. No, yeah. Ron, Ron punches, Ron man. Yeah. Kind of, look, if he smokes the wrong him? strain of weed. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine Ron being an asshole. No, I can't, literally, he, it's yeah. impossible. The nicest yeah. teddy bear of a guy. And uh, Ron did my podcast, The Champs, and uh, he told us about growing up. Um, his mother, he grew up in Chicago, right? Chicago yeah. in here. So, yeah. And yeah. his mother dated a gangster and he had the scariest blackest name I've ever heard and I think about it once a week. Are you ready for what his yes. mother's boyfriend's name was? Yes. His name was Do Dirty. <laughs> Is that not the f- most chilling gangster name oh. you've ever heard in your life? Yeah, it makes Do Dirty. dirty. 
Makes me feel kind of no other. I know. Yeah. Lock the door. <laughs> yeah. Do dirty. Yeah. Sorry to bring the podcast down. That's yeah. all right. Uh, no, that's well, speaking terrifying. of your podcast, yes. so yeah. you have like an interesting uh, theme to your show, yes. correct? Yeah, are you sticking with black it? People on. Yeah, are you still have, keeping uh, up with that theme? Yeah, we're running low. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you <laughs> recycling? Like, you know, we actually have recycled a few. <laughs> uh, we only have uh, black guests and occasionally like uh, Asian or Middle Eastern. Okay. Or, or like whatever is these. So you're having to start spreading it out a little uh, bit. Yeah, yeah, we've had to, which is fine. We just, we just didn't want to, want to. It's just we were like, what can we do that other people don't do? And it's, and it's basically like I have the numbers of comedians and actors and stuff that most podcast people don't have. That's true. Yeah, so you would have that. The, that's like our mo is like let's get, you know, Chris Rock is on the high end. Mm-hmm. But uh, Ron, you know, I don't know. I, just like black comics that are yeah. great, but Mark Maron and Pete Holmes don't know. Them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. That's kind of the, the angle. It's like, who were, we have a big board with Mark Maron. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but we just wanted to get people that most you wouldn't hear anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so far, so good. That's awesome. Yeah. How often do you do it? Is it like we, weekly? We don't know. We're, we'd like to do it weekly, mm. but... Moshe and I are just traveling a lot. Yeah, that it becomes really hard. Yeah, in fact, we've done like we've only there were like we did like one a month for a couple of months. It was too bad. Like, but there was nothing we could do. Well, yeah, if you guys are both on the road all the time, because you're on the road all the time, aren't you? I, I mean, was you- for a while, and then now I'm back in LA because I did an hour for Comedy Central. Um, Congrats! Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, guys. Thanks so much. Um, <laughs> in April, and so now I'm sort of like. Trish trying to write more jokes like, yeah. to do another hour. Do you just, just do you just get rid of that material after you do I'm, it? I would like to. Mm. Yeah. It, thankfully, it doesn't air till January, so I will like, hopefully I will have a new half hour by then mm-hmm. um, so I can middle. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, hopefully I'll have a new half hour by then and, uh, you know, and then I can, then I can go back out on the road. But there's not like, I'm not. Pr- I'm not dying. To- and I've been working. I've been directing stuff and writing okay. stuff. So that's been in LA. Yeah, that's, that's what I was wondering. What you're doing with the time? Then yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been. I've been writing. I got a couple pilot things that I got to do. Okay. And uh, anything you can talk about? Yeah, yeah. I got. I'm doing a pilot for Comedy Central, um, which will be. It's called "Is This Funny?" And I basically will make sketches, put them on an iPad, and go up to basically. Uh, an airline mechanic, a nurse, and a basketball player, and like, go. Do you think this is funny? Is this funny? <laughs> and then and see what their reaction and see is. what their reaction is. And then if they say no, then I will argue with them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm baiting people. So you're going to be in the pilot that you're doing. Yeah, no, I'm in That's it, awesome. and I'll be in some of the sketches, whichever ones I think I'll be good in. And uh, I think we have enough good sketches for the pilot. So so far so good. And then and then I'm doing a pilot, a sitcom. For Fox, like a half hour basic. Nice, like full scripted sitcom. Yeah, full scripted and like I'm in it. I did one last year and it was like a like a multi camera, like what I call a ding dong. Why do you call uh, it a ding dong? A ding dong <laughs> pilot. Meaning <laughs> what kind of pilot is it? Like uh Seinfeld or Friends. Ding dong I call them ding dong shows because the only way like any single camera shows. Like New Girl or Arrested Development, you can cut to something. Yeah. With Ding Dong shows, the only way a new you can change a scene is if someone ding dongs the front door. <gasps> that makes sense. And comes in and goes like, "Hey, I'm bringing news right. from the outside. Yeah, <laughs> you guys here? 
Whereas anything else, you can just cut to it. You've just yeah. changed my entire outlook. Now I'm just going to be looking at things to see if they're ding-dong shows ding-dong, or not. Yeah, it's basically a ding-dong show or not. They're with somewhat, in order for a scene to change, someone has to come through a door. Interesting. I yeah. just finished watching. Did you ever watch Don't Trust the Bitch in Apartment 23? No, I heard it was good, though. It is amazing. I just finished yeah. it. And that, too, now I'm just thinking about it. It's that a is ding a ding-dong dong show. Though it's got, but it's it does single have multiple camera. cameras. It's single camera. It, uh, so is well, that I mean, more? That's... That would be more like Arrested Development. Well, yeah. I haven't seen the show either, so yeah. I can't. say Yeah. That. Anyhow, no. So it's single. <laughs> yes. It's multi camera. I did one last year, and I was I was in it and uh, wrote it with a friend of mine, and I was like, you know, how you don't. You always go. I wonder if I'd be good in a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, how do you make that? That's got to be kind of an odd way to. I mean, I know you've written for all kinds of different things, but writing for a sitcom. I think well, we take a different. Part's relatively similar to any other writing, but it, being okay. on a literally laying in bed and going like, you know something, honey, we really <laughs> did it today. It's just you don't know how <laughs> you have to have a life lesson. Yeah, and all like that stuff. you know, you know, that's crazy. How we that that how that that trip to the zoo. <laughs> um, so it was it was I was like I think I was pretty good. Nice. Which is, it was funny to be good. At it. it feels like you ever see. Um, uh, I want to say Total Rotten Scoundrels, but it's not. It's the Oliver Stone one with Woody Harrelson and uh, uh, Natural Born. Yeah, Killers? it's like the sitcom and Natural. That's I oh, just kept yeah. thinking of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, like that to me is a sitcom. Um, so, uh, so so everybody murders each other. Yeah, no, yeah. but it was fun. Like it was, it was fun. And so I'm gonna do a full one, another one this year. Nice. And it's basically me and a black girlfriend, and I just so all my jokes are about women. Or black dudes, or black that's, women. That's the name of my special. Yeah, okay. women and black dudes. <laughs> women and black. I'm dudes. not even All right. Yeah, and uh, so is I, that really? Yeah. That's you know awesome. why? Because if All you right. see it on your, TV, I'll watch that. You'll go. I that who is dumb enough to just <laughs> talk about? It? You're going to be interested in one of those things, right? Like, are you talking? Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Or even if somebody's already instantly offended, they're still going to watch it. Yeah, like women. I'm like, what are yeah. you talking about? Yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> it airs January 11th, guys. Women and black dudes. January 11th, everyone. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, that's my whole act. It's kind of my own my two my only two interests. Dang. So you're like writing, <laughs> acting, directing. You're doing stand up. How often do you uh, get to go out and you know do shows like per week on average? Every night. Every night. Yeah. I I uh, like today's Thursday. Mm-hmm. I had in LA. I had uh, two nights ago. I had four spots. Wow! Yeah, uh, last night I had one spot. The night before I had one. Like you know, I I one or two a night. Try to that must help keep your material like pretty yeah. Fresh no, well that's the thing. It's like I'm not a I'm not like a genius. <laughs> that's what I realized about me. I'm like I'm not a genius. Like I don't. I'm not just like yeah. Just go up there and see what comes out. <laughs> like no, I need to like write and try and sharpen and hone. Like I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, uh, it's doesn't. I'm not like facile. Mm. Um, as successful as you've become, do you still have like bad shows? Only, only Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like that's the thing is, I'm doing new material, so yeah. it's yeah. not like, like I'm. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. That's what we were talking about. Like saying you never. Everyone has bad shows. I work with Chris Rock uh, a couple months ago. He made a movie and. And uh, so he asked me to just come and consult, and I never, I didn't really know him that well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was gratifying to see. Like speaking of like grinders, mm-hmm. he's an unbelievably great comedian, but it's great to see him have. He doesn't 
not all of his jokes kill. Like some, yeah, some self doubt even in some jokes like Chris get Rock. nothing. Yeah, some jokes that you think like he we come we would talk about it and be like, oh, that's really funny. And then he goes on stage and it gets nothing. Um, and so that's gratifying in terms of just like, yeah, happens to everyone. He's the best. Yeah. So it literally happens to everybody. Happens to the best of them. And wow. by the best of them, I mean Chris Rock <laughs> at the Comedy Cellar, July 14th. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, that's sort of the... It was like, a humid night. Yeah. No, I mean, that's... Yeah, it's like it literally happens to everybody. Yeah. Like, and there's no... There is no avoiding it. That's what people... It's like comedy's so hard, um, and which is why if you get good at it, they'll give you $100 million. <laughs> You know what I mean? Not yeah. literally, but like you'll end up making Jim Carrey made four hundred million dollars. Adam Sandler made five hundred million. Like people yeah. make a lot. If you get really good at stand up, you can make you can write your own check, mm-hmm. yeah. which is why you know it's. But it's incredibly hard. Yeah. Um. So and it doesn't stop being hard. Whereas in other things like basketball, um, like I found that. The, the I the couple basketball players that I do know, it's interesting to see them hear them talk about their peers and the lack. You know, it's like some guys will practice during the summer, mm-hmm. and some guys literally won't touch a basketball. Wow. Some guys are like J.R. Smith or something like that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, yeah. Jr. I don't know if he doesn't practice, but it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I don't think so because I mean. You know, and, and obviously we followed a lot of basketball. Because I remember last time actually you were in here, I think that was during the lockout. Mm-hmm. That's what it was because we, Sarah and I, so we as NBA talk employees, about it. That right. was so we couldn't oh, talk. Oh, that was, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yep, we couldn't talk about it. But well, you were talking about. Over. I know. Lockout's over. Our, our, so, so is our <laughs> employment. being employed by them but, is over. <laughs> but, um, yeah, because you were friends with Blake Griffin, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Are you still buddies with him? Yeah. He is um, a phenomenal player. Yeah, he's great. And that's a guy who worked, I mean, he, you know. As he said, there's uh, it's like there's a lot of guys. The guys that you know of, the all-star team is all guys that work really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the through line. Like right. The through line is, it's he's like, there are guys that are as talented and could be on the all-star team and just aren't because they don't try that hard. Yeah, they don't care. Because, again, that's one of those things. It's like, they got a deal. They got $55 million for four years. Right. What do I... It's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. I don't... I literally can never practice again. Mm-hmm. If you're I don't still going to get that paycheck. still going to pay me. If I don't... If it's one of these things where it's like, I don't care about being embarrassed in front of people or anything. Like, they just... You know, there are guys that just don't work that hard. Yeah, I guess if you so just want to get to that the, point. It is that thing of like the hardest workers. And that's why I don't... I say like, I'm not a genius because it's like, no, it, the people I know that are the most successful are generally the hardest workers. Yeah, and to think that you're a genius is a trap mm-hmm. um, that Woody Allen fell into. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's a prime example of like yeah. just a guy who's like, "I'll write another one. I'm going to write another one. Gonna, <laughs> let's make another one." I've made forty of them, and they're all and ten of them are ten, are the best movies you've ever seen. Yeah, but he just doesn't doesn't get involved in like his own. He doesn't blow smoke up his own ass. You know? Yeah. By the way, you're totally drinking the water that Sarah brought out that you said you didn't want. Look, there was a yeah. lot of controversy before we went to air, guys, yeah. where Sarah was like, do you want a water? And I was like, no. And she's like, yeah, but I don't want you to. You're like, you're drinking coffee. I'm like, what if you're like, you're going to be talking? Water. And then I did it. I took the water because I didn't want her to be right. Yeah. I didn't want to give her the satisfaction. But of then being I correct. was just right. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't, I'm getting look, confused. Maybe I'm doing this for you. Yeah. <laughs> These are semantics. <laughs> As a courtesy. She looked a little downtrodden over that. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Just so to help much. her out. Um, yeah. So, so like, you know, yeah, like working hard and, uh, and not, not assuming that you're the best is really helpful. Yeah. Which as a comic, it, you'll be reminded. Yeah. I would, I would think. Yeah. As you I said. was reminded Tuesday at like a 9 15. Yeah. Yeah. This past Tuesday, 9 15 at the Laugh Factory. I'm sorry if you were there. Uh, <laughs> was it just a particular it, new joke? That- no, yes. I was. There's a show. Dom, uh, I'm sorry. Kevin Nealon hosts a show Tuesday in the Laugh Factory where you're supposed to do new material. Nobody does it. Nobody does the new material. They all just go do their act. I'm like, I'm going to. Oh, I'm gonna try to abide by the rules, and also I don't. It's not. I know what jokes work. It's. Not, I don't need like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it doesn't help me to go kills. out on a Tuesday to like. You got a daddy's got to do his Tuesday killing. <laughs> uh, like I need new jokes. I don't need old jokes. Yeah. So I tried some new jokes. It didn't quite work. Although again, a th- I did two beats and one of them. Wor- I did three beats about something and one of them worked. Yeah. So like That's awesome. It's whittling I need down. A, now, so then the next time I did it, I just got rid of the first two beats. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, you, that's how you, you, uh, that's, guys, that's how the game is played. <laughs> Do you give it a few shows to try it in case it was yeah, just the audience? Yeah, you know. Yeah, but you know. <laughs> I okay. gave it a shot <laughs> Sunday, and I felt real lonely during the setup. <laughs> when I was in, during the setup, I was like, my God, this is a long setup. <laughs> and then I tried the, and then again, Tuesday, I did it, and it was like, felt like a lecture. <laughs> set up and then it's a powerpoint then, going on yeah, for and then I realized like uh, just get to the funny part man <laughs> um, and the the, uh, the later shows on, on Tuesday got to the funny part sooner oh that's uh, awesome yeah and it's like but that's how you do it and it's also like it's also it's always never the joke you set out to write that works it's like the joke that you write incidentally yeah um, at least that's what I find mm-hmm um, so, guys, I think there's a parable in there somewhere. <laughs> so, if people come to see you this weekend, are they going to uh, see some new material? The stuff that doesn't work quite as well. <laughs> <laughs> that should just be the name there's of the a tour. Certain, yeah. no, not quite as. It's not. It's, it's like almost a, there. <laughs> there's some mountains, and then there's be like. I almost want to do. I always want to do a thing where I have two mics. One for tried material and one for like new material, like just on either side of the stage. Like, oh yeah, all right, let's awesome. go over the new material, Mike, and try some of these babies out. <laughs> um, that's, I know that's a great that, idea. That is. I yeah. know, but I don't. I never have the balls to do it. And like, because I don't want to go to helium and be like, uh, yeah, the 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 tried stuff was. Can you do more of that stuff? <laughs> um, uh, so, so yeah, like, I, uh, yeah, there's you'll know it. There's a thing about. Um, there's this thing about uh, what's the bit? It's about Lance Armstrong. You'll see. All right, nice. may or may not work. All right. <laughs> that was the third that worked. Was about Lance Armstrong. <laughs> two beats, too many. <laughs> well, the parts that didn't work were about. Um, I can't even remember. My brain has blocked them out. Good. Were, well, oh, I mean, they were about uh, legalizing drugs. Which I, as I was writing, I was like, I feel like there've been too many, too many of these bits. Right. And then, but it was bits that I can't. I read a book about this neuroscientist who actually. Uh, did studies he gives people crack and meth in a lab in at columbia in new york wow yeah uh he finds he puts an ad are you a drug addict would you okay. like to are you no not a drug like, addict. are you a drug like, user almost so just all, like most of them think that it's a, a trap wasn't that a Chappelle show 
Yeah, there was. Yeah, mean, yeah, the Tyrone, the five hundred, yeah. the crack giveaway. Um, <laughs> it was the intervention. Uh, but yeah, there was an ad, and uh, and he puts an ad out, and then people come, and he has them stay, and he gives them. He basically gives them tests. It's like you can either smoke crack, or I can give you ten dollars. And what he found was. After a certain point, they'll just take the money, and not because they want to buy crack. It's he's basically saying like one in ten people get addicted to crack. Now in the eighties, they told us that every if you touched it, mm-hmm. you yeah. were hooked. If you looked at <laughs> yeah. it, and what wrong. he's saying is most people can use crack recreationally. He was saying basically the mayor of Toronto is a the standard case. Yeah, obese. I'm kidding. That's the new <laughs> phase of crack. Um, he must have come. Uh, from yeah, Portland. I know. Yeah. I would think he's from Portland. <laughs> Um, so, so he's like, most people don't get addicted to drugs, and he thinks we should legalize them because huh. Portugal legalized them, and they're fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, it's gone down in ages sixteen to twenty-four because, and this was the joke about it's so normal. Yeah. You avoid it like any other social interaction. Mm-hmm. Right. That was the joke I was going for. Again, didn't work. <laughs> Not working now. <laughs> You can feel it. You can feel how there's nothing funny there. Uh, I don't know. That's kind of making me laugh. It is. Yeah. It's the idea of like avoiding like going to the park to do meth and play frisbee. Well, I was thinking about something that Greg sent me earlier today about the, the same mayor. Oh, yeah. Rob He Rob got Ford. mad again today, right? Right. Yeah. He, he did. He, he, uh, I'll just say what he did. He was- uh, ref- um, If you'd like me to play it, I have it right here. Sure. I think it'd be better. He- Better states it than I will. Okay, yes. Uh, right there. N- well, none of this is safe for works. The little uh, tiger cats. Oh, and the last thing was um, Olivia Gondak. It, it says that I wanted to eat her pussy, Olivia Gondak. I've never said that in my life to her. I would never do that. I'm happily married. I've got more than enough to eat at home. Thank was you very much. That was That's what he said in a press conference. <laughs> yes. That was at wow. a press conference. Wow. Yeah. So Greg he played was, that for me today. I'm like, I don't even know what to do with this. <laughs> I can I sue him for sexual harassment? <laughs> no, for that is not something that? I want in my ears. He and I'm d- sorry. For, yeah. First of all, he does have more than enough to eat at home. That's he's proven <laughs> that. Just to look at him, you know that. Uh, that's that's one of those things of like. Honey, I offended you too. <laughs> I, I was just as gross <laughs> to you, baby. It ain't. It. See, I'm committed to you. <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I better hurry. Can we do an afternoon show? <laughs> Can I play clip? Get him there now. Helium. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well, speaking of basketball, earlier, have you seen the comparisons of you uh, and Steve Nash on the internets? Mm-mm. They're Steve more than Blake. Steve Blake. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, it hurts like hell. Why? He's a very it, handsome no, 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 man. No, please, it hurts like hell, <laughs> and it's true. In fact. Uh, me and Blake Griffin got into a small Twitter flame war because I found a picture of him and uh, Marcus Gasol where it literally looks like they're both being electrocuted. <laughs> Google Blake Griffin, Marcus Gasol. It's the funniest goddamn picture. Like to the point where he saw it and was like, God damn it, that's funny. So I just, I said, who can have an ugly picture? So Bla- a friend of Blake does uh, Photoshop. and uh, and Please tell me it's... It's the one. one that it is. It the one yeah, that it looks that like one, where they look yeah. like Christmas got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> where they both look terrified. They look like sh- they're being monkeys being shot. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> uh, oh, that's incredible. It's the ugliest picture of two people you'll. It's unbelievable. To two not unattractive of, people. Yeah. Yeah. To get one of those pictures would be a miracle. To have both of them making that face in the same yeah. frame is. 
is uh, basically a it's basically a comet comes around once every hundred years. Um, so and then he put up a picture of me and Steve Blake. Uh, yes. Back to back. Oh my god! Um, and I saw Steve Blake in the airport one time, and I was gonna go up and, but uh, it's like, and he actually lives here. Does in the he off really? season? Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Did he go? To, did he grow up here? Uh, he played for Portland like three different times. Oh in his right, career. yeah, right, right, right. yeah, yeah. That's again one of those guys who like he. Blake also said that there are guys that are don't have a lot of talent mm-hmm. and just work their asses off. Mm-hmm. He seems like that. It's like the Steve all. The, it's like the opposite of the all stars. Like the guys mm-hmm. who the twenty five guys that are great. And work their ass off. Mm-hmm. These are guys that are not great and work their ass off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then every, then there's everybody else who yeah. are very good and probably don't work that hard. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. Like that. He's just a grinder. And but the thing about this grinder, he would be the richest guy in any town he lives in, being yeah. just a grinder, being like the ninth guy on the Lakers. He's making four million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. God bless you, man. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Yeah. Pretty rough. Um. Okay. But yeah. But then you have to look like me. So. <laughs> oh, like is that's worth unfortunate. It? Is no, it worth it. Somebody <laughs> wrote a hilarious tweet last night. Let me see if I can find it. I was on that show Midnight. Yeah, uh, last night, and um, somebody wrote that's uh, um, it's the Chris, Chris, Harbaugh, yeah, Chris Harbaugh, and it's actually yeah. really funny. I've like, heard good things about it. It was very very funny. Um, like it was a funny, it was a funny, uh, it's a funny format, and it gives you a chance to just do jokes. Ron Funches was on that too, I think. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Apparently, someone was watching it with his friends, and when I came on screen, he said, oh, my God, that's what he looks like? <laughs> oh. Which I was thinking, like, how, A, how did you not know what I look like? <laughs> and B, <laughs> B, um... That could be read for, like, those celebrity mean tweets, <laughs> like celebrities reading Oh, mean no, tweets. dude, all day. <laughs> um... Uh yeah, no, I'm trying to find. <laughs> Do it. people write mean stuff to you on Twitter? Every day, really? Every day. Um, they were writing. I was on it with David Spade last night, so they were giving it to both of us. Um, someone said, uh, "Hold on, this is this there. This is good, and it's it's uh, a lot." You're scrolling of, through all of his of uh, how, tweets right how now. mean people are. Um. Uh, but you still get a lot of like you're awesome ones. Yeah, of course. but but um, there are ones that are just so like, dude, what do you? What's your problem? Do you ever respond to them? No, never. Yeah. Good. There was one today. Um, spade. Oh, hold on, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right. Um, uh, so they're being mean to you and Spade at the same time. Yeah, they were like, I wouldn't watch you guys. Is Spade still alive? <laughs> Stuff like that. Just like, okay, man. <laughs> so, what are you mad about? That he was <laughs> yeah. great in in black in Tommy Boy. Oh yeah. yeah. So you're just still mad, <laughs> pissed off at him, you're just <laughs> furious at him for entertaining you. You know, you yeah. It's like this weird. Um, hold on. Wow, you're very popular on the well in life and on much. the Twitter. Thank you very Look at this. much. God, he has over two hundred thirty thousand Twitter wow. followers. I earned them. He's doing something right. It's true. Um, You've been grinding. To yeah, get those. I can't. I can't remember. Oh, this is a great one. Saw Neil Brennan on Midnight. Fucking smoking hot. Hashtag gay wish list. <gasps> wow, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's great. That feels great. That's a good feeling. And um, yeah, that is a great feeling. <laughs> but that <laughs> must be what it's like to be list. a girl all the time because everybody wants you to. Everybody wants to have sex with you all the time. Um, right. Eh, kind of. Not, sometimes. Yeah, but I more suppose. than a guy. Yeah. Probably. Absolutely. But uh, girls probably feel the same way about you. They just don't write it on the internet. Whereas guys, I think, sometimes can be more comfortable being kind of creepy. 
on the oh they you think yeah (laughs) (laughs) so Um, i think it's probably oh here's one here's one uh the guy wrote damn about the midnight thing damn i missed it did neil let everyone know about the time he created Chappelle's show (laughs) yeah i know i you know what i mean it's like (laughs) i'm i did yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I did create Chappelle's show. I'm sorry. It's fucking interesting. It was a great show, and then the guy went to Africa. Yeah, people want to talk about it. Yeah. Sorry, guy. Uh, but that's the thing. It's like, Good people write these inane ass things and, like, oh, hey, like, all day. All day. All day. Every day. To the point where there was a point where I was, I would forward them to Chappelle. And after a few days, he was like, what is wrong with these people? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are they so mad at? <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, uh, so, so I know that you guys had a falling out. I can't remember what last time if you said that things are good. Are you guys? Yeah, uh, we're fine. All right. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah, we're good. We're, we're I moving talked on. To, uh, talk to him Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Before your four shows. Yeah. I was going to say before the mm. 915 spot. Mm. <laughs> Uh, no, I had to get to, he was in Minnesota and I had to get tickets for somebody. Oh, gotcha. Oh. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're great. That's it's, awesome. uh, yeah, we did shows together in Montreal this year. Cool. Nice. Like six shows or something. And, um, it's, you know, you don't have that many old friends in the world. Mm-hmm. So when you, uh, when you, when you have an old, we were friends for a reason. Mm-hmm. We were friends for each other our entire adult life. So it's sort of silly to be like, Duh. And yeah. also, the guy, like, changed my life. Yeah. Twice. Um, no, but he changed my life in that, like, I wasn't a professional writer. I was, but not a high-level one, or any kind of level one. I was writing for Singled Out <laughs> on MTV. Not kidding. Well, I loved your writing. Thank I watched you. that show really Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and he... Uh, he was like, I'm, we're writing this weed movie. And then he... And then, and then, and then I had a screenwriting career. And then we did Chappelle Show, and I had a... You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. I, you know, yeah, I was mad and yeah, it was all that stuff. But it's kind of like, I mean, in the balance. Right. In the grand still, scheme. Yeah. It's like he still helped me more than anyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, and here's the other thing. It's like he's uh, I was I was, uh, you know, it's like when people say like I, I'm kind of tend to be easily bored. And it's like, uh, and with people, and they're like, why are you so easily bored? And it's like, because my friends are brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, because yeah. Dave Chappelle calls me, and he's like a brilliant guy. You know what I mean? Or Chris Rock, or any of these, or, or, or anybody, Ron, any of these people that, like, they're brilliant people. They have great brain. They make money off their thoughts. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yo, if you don't make money off your thoughts, don't even step to me. I'm totally kidding. Um, <laughs> what, what was uh, what was Ron Funch's stepdad's name? Do dirty, do dirty. Yeah, that sounded like a do dirty book. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's what I mean. Like, I so it's a guy like Dave. You can, you know, it's we were friends. Mm. He's an unbelievably smart, intelligent. Uh, um, uh, you know, uh, he's a cultural. He's one of our foremost cultural critics. Guys. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, he's a, and he's a funny. He's funny to talk to. Well, that's awesome. Um, yeah, we so know who else is funny. Who's that? Neil Brennan. Oh, guys, yeah. come on. Huh? Look at that. Look at that softball. This, we wrapping this baby up? That feels like, are we beginning? We've only been our, talking for 45 minutes. Are we beginning our initial descent down to the Portland and area? And we... That's a great way to put it. This is our initial descent. It is. Yeah. It well, is. We're going to ease you on in right now. So, so Neil, <laughs> the best place that everyone can find out everything that's going on, be it writing, you know, where you're going to be performing, neilbrennan.com? Yeah. Twi- I actually like Twitter. You're on Twitter. Yeah. Like, that's if you want to just see what I'm doing. 
You guys join the masses of people that follow Neil on Twitter. Um, and uh, yeah, like you'll, that's where I'll put dates and I'll put whatever else. Awesome. Cool. Um, yeah. But neilbrennan.com. So have great, good, uh, dynam- real dynamite website. Cool. We'll see him this weekend. And then also January 11th. Yeah. If you see me this weekend here. And, in, and in tonight, Portland. too. The tonight, show tonight. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then I th- I'm going to be in Phoenix on Thursday. I don't know if I can promote that, but mm-hmm. whatever. If you live in Phoenix, come Next see me. Next Thursday. Yeah. yeah, actually, we yeah. have listeners in Phoenix. Yeah. So, come, yeah. Bro. Bro, come see me. So, are you going to come out afterward and, like, say hi to the folks after the show? I'd rather not. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. <laughs> but, I, you know what? The thing about saying hi after the show, you just feel like a hungry, like, what did you think? Yeah. <laughs> Give me accolades. <laughs> like, it's you, if I don't go out, I feel bad either way. That's what's great. That's yeah. true. If you don't go out, you're like a pretentious ass. Yeah. Well, like sitting and if I go like, out, I'm like, tell me something nice about <laughs> me. Yeah. And then what about the people that just walk by and don't say anything? That's Like, the what's best. their problem? Uh, Patrice and Bill Burr used to play a game in front of the cellar when they were both like unknown comics when they do shows at the comedy cellar in New York they'd stand in front afterward and they play a game of uh, you, whoever got more you two had to buy the other one dinner <laughs> <laughs> it was like you were you too man <laughs> anyhow you were great though you you were yeah, I like you too uh, it's the worst that, that's as bad as um, when people go like when you middle for someone and they go like I like you better. (laughs) I'm friends with him. It doesn't doesn't feel good. And also, for every time you say that to me, there's five that like him better, which is why he's the headliner. And I'm middling. This isn't like a secret. We're all friends. (laughs) We know where we're at. My heart isn't singing right now to hear that that you prefer me. Also, middling's an easier spot than headliner. I I like that word, just saying middling. Yeah, middle. It's a, no, but it's easier because mm. you only have to do twenty minutes, and there's no checks. Yeah, and people are excited because they still have their first drink, <laughs> and they're moving on to their second drink, <laughs> and it just and like twenty minutes is way. It's a, just a better spot. Well, but not tonight because the not best tonight, spot though, for guys, you. You know who's nope. gonna crush it tonight? Nope. Guys, tonight, uh, early show tonight. I'm gonna crush. Then the late show, I'm gonna murder. The <laughs> Did late, you have one okay. show tonight. One, yeah, one. Yeah, tonight. all right. Um, at but, 8 p.m. Uh, 8 p.m. Yes. Come, helium. So, and then 7.30 and 10 tomorrow. Don't uh, don't make an ass out of me. Yeah. And don't. I never said I eat that woman's pussy. <laughs> I got plenty to eat at the hotel. <laughs> Heliumcomedy.com, get your oh, tickets. <laughs> and we have landed in Portland now. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll be back in just a little bit with more Fun Employment Radio. Thanks, Neil. You're welcome. Thank you. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I know you're a big fan of Joey Chestnut for his hot dog eating. It's true. I wonder if they have coffee competitions because I think that I could totally be in. I think that. that you were still in competition. You were saying that this happened yesterday, but it's still happening today because I went to get my second cup of coffee and already all the coffee's gone. Yeah, well, I've been here since 8 a.m., so I've drank a lot of coffee. Yeah. Yeah, today too. Have you no, made like two? Have... Was this the second pot? Are you lying? I don't even know anymore. I don't even know. Over the last 30 hours, I have consumed gallons of coffee. Probably literally gallons. 
I might be slightly insane. Hello, this is yes. Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. And, of course, we do want to remind everybody, since this is the last day for them, we still have Fun Employment Radio sweatshirts available for sale. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash store. You have until 5 p.m. Pacific time on November 14th. But we'll probably let it go a little bit longer. A little bit, but not long. But not, but not, not long. too long, I no. mean, because we have to send in the order. Yeah. So, I mean, as soon five, as they're done, they're done. Yeah, 5 p.m. Pacific time, November 14th. That's oh, it. Alex so, said I ordered a sweatshirt. I don't even know why. You know why, Alex, because we're awesome. Oh, and then she says, uh, because I literally have over a dozen sweatshirts, but I do love my fun employment. Radio. Yay! Well, they're very that nice That is sweatshirts. the best way that you can tell us. So, we want to thank everyone, too, who's been ordering those. And yes, get your order in, because they're Yes, very, thank you. Very oh, thanks, awesome. Bean. I got your order yesterday, too. Okay. Hi, everybody. And she is talking to the live chat, which is at funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you are a subscriber to Fun Employment Radio, then you get to join the chat and get access to the archives and all the other amazing shows. And it's awesome. Network. It's like our daily social hour. It's the funnest thing ever. It is very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right, so Greg. I am so back consu- today. You now, consumed all the world's coffee in the past two days. Yes, yes, indeed. So um, I do want to say, you know, I wasn't wasn't here yesterday for the show for Fun Employment Radio. So, Sarah, I trust that everything went smoothly. It went swimmingly. I have no not problems. listened to the show. It was good. Okay. I didn't mess up anything, and I remembered to hit record, which I know is the is the number one rule. Okay. Which That's I totally good. did. It was slightly. Uh, <laughs> Greg just checked to see if he hit yes. record. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> oh no, it was a lot of fun. So Lisa Wood was in here along with Aaron Duran and myself, and um, yeah, we just shot the shit like friends do. And uh, Lisa had some literal ball talk, which was quite painful. Yeah. Like painful for people with balls okay. and uh you did some world of crazy we had some stories some laughter okay you were totally missed though i mean the main topic was how crappy the show was without Greg. Well, that's what i kind of assumed it would be where everyone is lamenting the fact that i wasn't there you know i mean it's kind of more of a well i mean i guess we can do this because i mean greg's not here so it's kind of yeah we pointless. had to somehow figure out how to power on without you greg mm-hmm. yes but we we made our way through the dark forest of despair well that's good that's and good. into the sunshine. I'm glad you guys you made not it being through. There. Yeah. I'm glad you guys made it through. Yeah. Um, people are noting in the chat that I that they saw me sign into the chat yesterday. It is true where I was. Um, I did try to because I had a lot of downtime, but uh, <laughs> I also had bad phone service where I was. So I'll explain a little bit about what what I did yesterday. I can't say everything. I can't say what it was for. Um, mur, mur, mur. But uh, yes, I was involved in a television I'm sorry, shoot. Your nose isn't stuck up high enough. Can you say that? Like well, I mean, it is. I'm not making it up. I was involved in a television shoot. Uh, filming for a television show. <laughs> and Well, let me tell you. So before we talk about your television show, remember the words of advice that I gave you yesterday because you were really nervous about the actors, about the actor van? Yes. Remember how I told you just you only need to befriend one person in order to make the actor van trip, you know, successful and make friends with everybody? Well, okay, yeah, but I didn't do... Okay, yes. Okay. No, I'm just saying I was just putting that out there. Yes, I know. And thank you. Thank you for pointing that out because now I remember exactly what Mm -hmm. you're talking about. So, yes, I uh, I was involved in a television show shoot yesterday and... Um, we we talked about this the day before the, the day before that I that I left and I uh, I went to meet up so the the shoot was on a location it was on outside of town I'll say this it was it was on Mount Hood somewhere yes so which is about uh, about an hour away from from here where is where I ended up but I had to go meet up at the hotel where they have all the uh, actors from out of town and go on uh, and then meet up for the you had to go to the actors hotel for the actors van. Yes, for the actors' van. Okay, but it was it was actually it was a carpooling thing that they had going on. So I went there for this, and I'm uh, 
I got there, you know, just a few minutes early, and I went to kind of the lounge area where the other people were. And I didn't know, I don't know anyone on the set, at least I didn't at that point. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anybody else involved in the production, but I was sitting there, and I heard one of the producers talking to one of the uh, sound engineers. And the sound engineer was saying, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, we do this show, and we have, it's, it's called Conversations, and we interview different people, and we have different people come through. And I was like, wait a minute. I know someone who is on conversation. Why, who would that be, Greg? That I don't be know. Sarah X. Dillon. So oh, this my is goodness. A, this is an online show where they, they do interviews, like one-on-one interviews. And I remember Sarah doing this. And so I was like, oh, uh, didn't Sarah Dillon do a couple of those? And he's like, <laughs> and I'll say this. So, so the, the gentleman, and he's a very nice guy, instantly said, Yes, actually, Sarah was on the show. She's fantastic. She is such an amazing interviewer. And we're so like, I'm like, oh, yeah. yes. Well, you can't see uh, my arms are up in no, the air. The way, victory be. Because when I said it, I think he thought I was some like super fan of yours. And he was uh, like, like joining in with me about the super fandom of Sarah Dillon. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm I mean, yeah, no, I, I know because she told me that because, um, you know, she's she's the co-host on Fun Employment Radio. That's our daily radio show. He's like, oh. Oh yeah, you do that with her. Well, Sarah is amazing. She is just incredible, and I want her to do more of these. And she's just so great to talk to, and she's so good at this. So I'm like, yeah, no, I I know. I, so you I were just watching. She's giving day. me nice compliments. You're like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But enough about her. Me, I'm also on the show. No, I, well, yeah, but it was I was there for me, so, not to talk about Sarah Dillon all day. I was like, yes, I know she's great. I, moving I on. know, <laughs> I, I know she's awesome. No, I it didn't matter. What I said, it didn't matter if I was involved. <laughs> Basically, I could have been your assistant, I think, as far as he was so concerned. So see what you're saying, because I told you you just needed one person in order yeah. to make friends there. And that person ended up being me. Yeah, yeah. I was the right person that you needed. <laughs> I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, yes, Sarah's, Sarah's amazing. It's like it wouldn't stop unless I'd, I joined in about how amazing Sarah Dillon was. <gasps> oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. Yeah. Ever, yeah. So you walk in trying to like meeting all these actors, a little nervous, and the talking point that you they well, it talk- was like the initial day of meeting anyone. I'm just kind of sitting in a room, and everybody's you know waking up and just kind of chatting, and I'm trying to like you know so I don't get involved. And- I don't want to be the creepy guy sitting in the corner. I want to get involved. It's like oh, I know about this, so I can talk. And yeah, it was it was all about Sarah Dillon. It could care less. About my involvement. Oh, uh, this makes my day. It ended up being fine later on. It ended up being fine. And he's a very nice guy. And he was just a big fan of yours. But I was like, okay, yeah, I, kn- I know. I, I know. I know. I know she's good. Yeah, I'm I know not what you're talking about. That. He is awesome. I feel the same way about him. So that's awesome that I was able to bridge the gap of friendship for you guys. Yeah. I mean, it was a Sarah I, yeah. bridge of happiness between you and him. <laughs> I was like, I do stuff too. Um, so. <laughs> So, uh, but that worked out though because it did bring up Fun Employment Radio, and then I ended up talking to the producer about that, and um, yeah. So we we have some possibly some new people listening to Fun Employment Radio. Awesome. Today, well, is, hello it's everybody. Very cool. Yeah, and and he's a very nice guy too. The, the sound engineer I was talking about. Oh heck yeah, he's rad. Very nice. It was just kind of funny because no, I just it like it. the reason that I find it funny is that Greg has this thing that he does. This is his special time. Like he acts. That's his. That's his second gig. I I do dog painting. Greg does acting, and. Uh, I just like that I was able to weasel my way in for a little bit <laughs> because I know how, how bummed out that must have made. Well, it didn't make me bummed out. I'm just like, no, I, I, I get it. I'm, I'm fine lauding Sarah, but I'm, <laughs> I'm involved too. Uh, so, <laughs> so, um, so anyway, that's oh that's. Oh my god! So then, so that was. But that that was just at the very beginning. Yeah. And then, um, actually, talking about podcasting, got into a whole bunch of different uh, topics. So. 
I, as nervous as I was about going to the uh, going to the hotel and riding up with all these people that I don't know and all these people who already know each other. Oh, that makes me ner- that's like uh, oh, that makes me panicky because pretty much everyone there knew each other in some way. There's only a couple of us that didn't, mm-hmm. and and yeah, so that's you know that's a little nerve wracking. It's an inside group. You know, they they all work together sure, on many outsider. different things. Yeah. yeah, I'm the outsider. But it ended up being great. And actually, everyone there was, and I'm not just saying this because they might be listening. They're Seriously, they're fantastic. All very nice people. It was it was really, really fun to work with everyone. And so ended up uh, carpooling up there and um, and got to meet some some very interesting wide range of people. Different, different actors, different people working on the so sets. So I don't even really know all of the details. I know Greg had uh, Greg had told me that he was working with somebody that I'd known, so I kind of knew along the lines that I might have come up. I didn't know in, the, in what capacity. Yeah, he's, that was awesome. he's one of the few people that's actually from Portland that's yeah. working on the thing. But so you went up and you were up on Mount Hood the entire day. Like you were there, mm-hmm. what, you met up at 8 a.m. and you were done like late into the evening? Yeah, I yeah. didn't get back into Portland until about 9 p.m. probably. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, left at eight a.m. Got back about about nine p.m. Let me ask you, mm-hmm. how much of that of that thirteen hours was spent acting? About half hour. Serious, <laughs> and that's why I couldn't be an actor. I, I, you have the patience of a saint. So, I would be so. Oh, I'm such an impatient fucking bitch. Well, and that's that's the thing. You have to do it. Like and that's, that's why I couldn't do it. That's things. why I respect that you can do that because I wouldn't be able to do that. Well, and that's the same. It's the same with like any kind of. It's a whole bunch of hurry up and wait, and that's that's how it is. So it's like I, you know, that's that's what the gig is. You know, the the actual production, the crew, they're working their asses off all day long. Um, no, I I got there and uh, and I thought I was going to be filming first, and then things changed as they do throughout the day, mm-hmm. and they move on. I the only there's a couple of things I can say about about it without violating anything. Um, I did film a part of the scene on the actual original Oregon Trail. No shit. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah, which is really cool. Just kind of did a, you see like like, like like pioneers on there? Um, no, I did not see pioneers on there. Oh, it's not a period any, shoot. It's not a period shoot. Just did you see any wagons? You didn't see any wagons. Yes, going they do have wagons there. They where did I have was. wagons. Yeah, that where I was. Yeah. <gasps> did you get on one and take pictures and pretend you were playing the Oregon Trail video game? No, because I didn't want to mess with anything that um, you don't touch see, things that aren't yours. Again, this is why I couldn't be an actor. No, don't touch. Th- okay, I'll give you the main rules. Shut up and do what you're told. Never touch a production crew's equipment. Never well, touch I their touch stuff. Their equi- no, I'm just saying in general. Oh, don't see, ever touch someone's I thought you equipment. were talking about like they were leftover Oregon Trail wagons. I didn't know that they had brought the wagons. No, they didn't. No, they didn't bring the wagons. It was it was just there at this location. But I'm still not going to touch it. Okay. I still I, I wasn't going to touch it. People are asking if you got dysentery. I possibly had dysentery. Okay. Uh, so so essentially though, since I thought I was going to film it first uh, at the start of the day. And then it kept getting bumped back, and then it would be like, okay, coming soon, oh, coming soon, coming soon. I had to be ready all day long. And so I had to keep, you know, if you're sitting around eating snacks, which I ate, I took full advantage snacks. of the craft table. Did you eat lots of, uh, did they have the peanut M&Ms? That um, they had peanut M&Ms, and they had all kinds of, like, different, like, cashew stuff, and, like, like basically, like, anything you could think of from Costco. So it was, like, a legit spread. Oh, yeah. No, it was good. Ooh, did, oh, it was a legit did spread. Did anyone have trailers? Did you have a trailer? No. No, because uh, we had houses. There you had houses. a house? Well, it wasn't just me in the house. Oh, that's so glamorous. Yeah, there happened to be houses there that uh, that were used. Was your name on staging. the house door? No, oh, no. That's so cool, though. No, I was not. I was not. Uh, 
Who cares? You got to you got to be in a house. When I was an extra, I was wrangled inside of a chicken coop. Literally a chicken coop. <laughs> yeah, it's being asked, was the house haunted? I will say this, it was a very old, old, old log cabin that it was in. It's been kind of Was it cool that I liked it? You would have loved it. It was full of just bizarre little like trinkets and oh. things and like eagle pictures on the wall and um and a creepy stuffed bear with a bonnet on it that was like three feet tall but since I've watched so many of those horror movies and read so much about the haunted dolls oh, yeah. all I kept looking at is the bear I'm waiting for it to were turn were you thinking of the conjuring yes the entire <laughs> of time of Annabelle yes that's exactly what I was thinking um, I even took a, I think I posted a picture of that um, and so uh, so I hung out in there but since I had to be I wanted to make sure I was ready you know you gotta have your energy up um to do it at oh any my point God. Here, I'm gonna post the picture of the bear in the chat okay, cool, I cool. didn't see that Thank yesterday you. that's creepy yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the bear. Why does it and have it a bonnet on? I, I didn't actually, I realized I didn't get any point of reference, but that thing's about two feet tall, at least. Wow. Yeah, it's big. It's big. That's a regular chair it's sitting in. So it's, it was, uh, that thing was kind of kind of terrifying me. But I, since, since I had to be ready, I drank coffee to keep myself awake. And I drank a lot of coffee. A lot of coffee. So were you like the peeing guy? Were you peeing every five minutes? I peed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but then was it like stress peeing because you're afraid they're going to call you on set and you're in the bathroom? It's it was like, both. That, that nibbler guy's in the bathroom again. <laughs> it was both because everybody was doing such amazing jobs. Like everybody was doing so good. I'm like, I don't want to be the guy that fucks this up. Like I don't want to be the guy like the, the outsider. I'm already kind of the outsider and I'm the guy that hired on. That's awesome. I auditioned got it. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. Don't fuck it up. And that's so that's what I'm thinking the entire day. I'm just trying to keep my mind mindset of don't mess it up remember your lines don't mess it up remember your lines and then I did that so long and had so much coffee I started getting paranoid that I'd repeated my lines so many times I started messing them up and there's like oh, oh no. now I don't remember the lines now I don't know well, what am I supposed to say um, so that was that was essentially my day of walking around doing that and drinking a lot of coffee but I, the, the other thing I can say um, I will say this when I did do my part I think I did pretty well did you nail it I think I, I, I am I'm confident to say, I'll say this, I nailed it, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. But then again, this is the audition that you did that you thought you didn't nail it. It's true. And then you did. And so probably not. you should have done the shittier the better, <laughs> because that was the way that it worked for the audition. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I, I think I did No, but that's awesome job. when you can walk away and you think you nailed yeah. it. You feel good about it. I feel good about it. That's awesome. I feel very good about it. And now, you never know how things are cut together, so who knows what the finished product could be, but... I uh, my my part. I I feel I did a very good job. I was told I did a good job. So. Mm-hmm. That's I felt good well, about it. I felt good about it. Greg, may I clap for you? Yes, thank you. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you very much. So, did anything like uh, like nutty happen on the set well, yesterday? That's there's a lot of things that nutty that happened, but I can I can talk about this. So, the location where we were shooting, you know, it was kind of like a big like complex. They like they rented out basically like a, a small town, and that's cool. And uh, one of the shoes, and there's a whole bunch of different houses on this that can be used for for shooting. So it was really a cool location. But they were, and I would go out and watch, you know, some of the other filming just to keep myself from sitting there. Well, sure, you want to see. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, you want to see what goes on. Gets you more in tune with the storyline. Yeah, well, it's fun. It's fun seeing that stuff go on. I mean, I'm just as much a fan of how they do everything and just everybody setting up all the equipment. It's it's fun to watch. Mm -hmm. And so. I was I was down there watching one of the scenes, which is kind of at the end of the the complex area where we were, and they um, they were shooting in this house, and all of a sudden they're, they're like setting up everything, and they've got like a light guy back up against a fence that's kind of on the edge of the property, mm-hmm. and I start hearing this 
person, this guy yelling, you can't be in here. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's weird. I don't, I, I read the script. I don't remember that being part of the line. Maybe they're just making something up. And kind of I'm <laughs> standing there with like a couple of the actors. <laughs> we're, all like, improv. we're all like looking around like, huh, what's, what's going on? What's going on there? And we look down to where the, the guy who was, uh, he had like a reflector to reflect light into the house. And he's leaning against the fence, and there's this this dude on the other side of the fence. That's as soon as I saw him, I was like, "Oh, he's not part of the crew." And this guy is sitting there yelling at at uh, at the guy on the staff, like, "You you don't have permission to film me. You can't film this property. You can't film this property." And the guy's just screaming at him, and he's the dude. He's just sitting there trying to do his job. He's like, "Um." I uh, I don't know what you're talking about. We have permission to be here. And this wow. guy is yelling. And then all of a sudden, a woman comes up next to him. And I got the... I didn't hear what she said, but I found out afterwards. Apparently, she walked up, and I don't know what the guy's name will say, Dale. She's like, I got this, Dale. I got this. <laughs> and, she, she's, and she just starts yelling at him. And she's like, you don't have permission to be here. I want a card. I need money right now. Yo, I need a card. I need to. You can't be here, butter. Just screaming. Wait, so this is the woman? This is the woman. The oh, woman so they're took like over a the match dude. made in heaven. Oh, yeah. The dude like kind of scurried in. So they both kind her. of sound like the rhubarb lady a little? Uh, a little bit like the rhubarb lady. A lot like my neighbors. Oh. A lot like my meth head neighbors. Oh. God, were they Oregon Trail wilderness methods? They were. They're wilderness back methods. They're backcountry methods. Backcountry methods are the real deal. Do they wear bonnets? No, methods don't wear bonnets. But I mean, if they're no, if they're wilderness about, methods, I mean, do they wear like old timey clothes? No, they wear the same. Do they wear uh, jodhpurs? I don't even know what a jodhpur is. I think they're the short pants, but I'm not sure. A, aren't those knickerbockers? Do they wear a lot of gingham? 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 What? Gingham? Gangnam? Not gangnam. Gingham isn't that 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 checkery puckery. Cloths they wore ripped they up sure. jeans and uh, weird old t-shirts. That's oh, what they were wearing. Okay, they wear the kind of stuff that my that my neighbors wear. Essentially, that's what they were. They were backcountry meth heads. They were country <sighs> meth, and country meth they get a little rowdy because they have their own little like squirreled away area. And apparently, we were in their mind, we were violating their area. And sure. So this lady's just screaming and screaming and screaming, and finally the the production manager walked over there, and he was trying to be very nice, you know, uh, just like accommodating. It's like, well, we have permission to be over here. We're not filming your property. Trying to be logical, yeah. which, as Making I know, as I know, will. dealing with my meth head neighbors all the time, logic does not work. Does not work with meth heads. There is no logic in there. And, and you know this. You know this from the years of dealing with them. Oh yeah. And so this lady's just screaming at him, and ev- of course everything has to come to a halt because you can't. <laughs> With screaming methods in the background, probably not. And uh, the rest of us just kind of like gather back, like back away, <laughs> back away, and we're all sitting there, like, <clears throat> like, like we're all laughing, but trying not to let her see that we're laughing. Yeah, because it was it was hilarious. It, uh, it was hilarious up to a point till the production manager got mad, and then finally he's just like, "Well, sure, whatever. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Okay, <laughs> we'll get you a card. We'll get you a card." And, and it basically got them to finally move away. Yeah, but it was a good 10, 15 minutes of total stop production time to deal with. Oh my god! Methods. Oh yeah. Now, well, I've got some theories. I want to say, but <laughs> I, my, said, my guess is about country methods: shoot, stab, bury, and a whole country method like creepy squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> See, what I think is probably what was going on is they did have a uh, like a shack house back over there. Yeah, and. Is it making moonshine? Um, not moonshine. I'm guessing maybe there was something going on back there, and they got nervous about cameras being around. <gasps> Even though there's full permission for the crew, and they weren't filming their property at yeah. all. 
That was not part so of the So it got a little too close for comfort for country I meth. I think it might have been a little too close for comfort. That was my theory. Well, th- that's the way that you totally draw attention to your meth shack. By going out and it's yelling and screaming? by freaking out. Yeah. Yeah, so now we clearly know that there's a meth shack there. Yeah. Wow. I think. I'm pretty sure. And it, so was, one, w- it was one instance, though, where I did get to use my meth head knowledge. Because everybody was like, why are they so pissed? And, and then I was like, well, let me tell you. Let me tell you about meth heads. Wow. So, so the two things that connected you to people were me... And meth. Oh. Well, I didn't think about it that way. You're welcome, Greg. God damn. You're gurgly, too. Sarah's just, she's, yeah. she's amazing. She's, she, I, she's just amazing. Just talk about how amazing I am. That will, <laughs> that will just break the barrier she's for just, any conversation. She's just fantastic. And I'm not disputing these things. Yeah, you are. <laughs> That's exactly what you're doing. No, I'm saying I don't want to spend my day talking about you. Uh, so... So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that, I did get to share my meth head knowledge and uh, enlighten them. I was like, wow, here's probably what's going on. They're probably uh, making a little something back there, and they're afraid about the filming coming on there. That and is their meth totally heads, so true. They don't, yeah. So they don't know how to relate to people because everybody's like, well, what's wrong with them? Why, why are they being so crazy? I'm like, well, it's meth, number one. And number two, they probably are hiding something back yeah, there. Yeah, because they don't get all squirrely and crazy like that unless you're in, like you're encroaching mm-hmm. on something that they deem to be very precious. Which yes. if they are wilderness meth heads, they that's their, their meth shack. Yes. Okay. That is indeed. That is indeed what it is. So um, <laughs> there's some interesting comments in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, uh, so yeah. So I, I did get to share my, my meth knowledge. Now- that's pretty. That's it funny. Was, it, it was pretty funny. <laughs> hey, you. You know what? You have complete knowledge over that. I do. Nobody can I take know what that I'm away talking from about. You. Like, they, like, yeah. You because know, some people can talk out of their asses. You know exactly what you're talking. I about I know what that. I'm talking about when it comes mm-hmm. to that. So I did get to share that knowledge, and you know, it, and, and then the shoot. I ended up doing mine later on in the evening. Oh, I can't wait to see this. Now, can you say what kind of uh, part you were? No. Okay. No, I don't think I can really say anything. You know, and like I said, I always have to preface this. You never know how it's going to be cut together. So. Who knows what the final product could be? Yeah. I don't think they, there's. I don't think there's any way I would be out of it. But you never know how big it'll be, how small it'll be. It all depends on the editing at the end. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, I was in it and I did a very good job. That's I awesome. I, I think ah, I feel good about it. So uh, although it was kind of funny at the very end, so. By the time I did that, then finally the coffee was really rushing, rushing through me. But I was that well, the adrenaline mode, and mode of like crashing and still completely caffeinated to an in abnormal level <laughs> so I'm just kind of zoned out and we're getting ready to go and all the production staff because we had to be out of there at a certain time so everybody kind of takes off and I was there with my ride and I realized okay well everybody else took off and then it's just me and the three people riding or three other people riding in this car mm-hmm. and we get there to go and we hop in and he's like wait a minute where are my keys oh no I'm like what do you what do you mean where are your keys it's like oh shoot Jen had them because they move the cars around all day for different shots, so there's just production people moving cars. This girl had his keys. Oh, She'd no. been gone for a while. <gasps> and you guys were trapped out in the Shire? Everybody else had left. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and it's really spotty phone service where we were. So. Oh, man. So, <laughs> one guy basically had to run out to the road and keep trying and they're trying to get a hold of people they didn't know what car she was in and I'll say this I mean eventually obviously they got a hold of her well yeah you're here but so yeah it, 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 was, it was a good uh, I would say probably 20 minutes extra of, 
of standing out. And by that time, everything had been locked up. So we were out in the cold on Mount Hood. In the darkness? In the, dark. in the meth shire? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. In the meth shire with the meth heads probably <laughs> slowly coming to life next door. They're starting to like yeah, aim their guns at you at that point, yeah. probably. I mean, it was just a miscommunication is all it was. Uh, but I was like, uh... Um, and you still want to be professional, but at that point, you're probably just like, I just want to get the fuck home. Yeah. Because like, everyone's done their stuff for the day. Yeah. And I mean, nothing against anything else, but like, when you're done, you want to go home, especially if you've been there. Yeah, for I was ready hours. to go home. Yeah. I was ready to go home. And, but they, they did, uh, they did. <laughs> They did end up getting a, getting hold of the person, so luckily there was enough phone service, and and she came back and brought back the keys. So we did get out of there. But I will say honestly, yeah, everybody was so nice. It was really so really nice. So is this something nice that you is that is it just a one day shoot, or are you maybe going to do some more with it? Um, I might be doing a little more tomorrow. Okay, well, during the show? No. Okay. No, it won't affect the show tomorrow. Okay. But I might be doing a little more something. I don't know. I don't have anything confirmed yet. But the, there was there was there was talk. talk there was talk that. Um, they wanted to bring me back for some more stuff. Oh, look at you. So, so you did wow them. Now that I said that, probably won't happen. Knock on wood. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think I, I think I did. think I did. Did all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel well, good. It was, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. That sounds exciting. Oh, the exciting life of an actor. So great. Am I going to start to have to now like start petitioning for replacements for you? <laughs> Are you going to get like a super fucking like actor ego and not be able to like come to the show because it's beneath you? Oh, is that what it's? Oh, is that what I have to do? I don't know because I don't know exactly what it is. I mean, I guess you're gonna talk about yourself in the third person. Well, I guess Greg Nibbler at a certain point is gonna have to evaluate a few things because oh. Greg Nibbler. <laughs> My God, <laughs> that came so naturally to you. It's just terrifying. <laughs> no, it's it, it, these are these are uh, side things that are very fun to do when they happen. You never know where things will go. You never know what will happen with stuff. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I will say. Sky's the limit or nothing. Well, it's either way. It That's could go either exciting. way. Exciting. Yeah. So since I've been your partner for four years on this show, when you start making money as an actor, we split it, right? Is that how that works? That's what I thought. Well, since clearly I, you are my introduction into getting to know everyone on this. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I He's going to think that I'm making fun of him and I'm not. No, I'm not. I know you're yeah. not. You're making yeah. fun of me and the fact that you didn't want to talk about me, but <laughs> it just so happened that it was the topic that got you into a conversation. It was, absolutely. Look at that. It was a conversation about the show Conversations that made you your first friends. <laughs> wow. It all comes back to me. <laughs> Everything's about Sarah. <laughs> well... You went on your like a real life adventure yesterday. I swear, I know like we only talk about dreams from time to time, but I had the craziest fucking dream last night. By the way, I'm just noting in the chat already. Everyone's got it slated out for who's replacing me. <laughs> just like that, everybody just turns on me. Oh yeah, no, that's fine. Greg's gone. No big deal. <laughs> oh Greg, you know that's not true. No, I know. <laughs> so, uh, so I had this dream last night that I was. Uh, I I don't even know how to do this. Never mind. I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna go to another thing because okay. I just actually saw uh, someone log into the chat that reminded me. I actually just got pitched my first winger gig. Somebody what? actually remember when we were talking last week about uh, about for example how like sometimes you know like maybe somebody's looking for someone to go out on the town with and to like show them how to do like you know like oh, fun things. Yeah. And I think I may have had a first potential client. I did get an inquiry. Where you go out with them and then help them meet chicks? Yes. So here, I'm not going to say the person. Somebody's actually going to 
I will not say the person's name, but I got this email yesterday, and I like I haven't. Who, I, do I know this person? Yes, but I'm not going to say who it is. Okay. So this is from. I'm going to call his name. I'm going to call him Keelan. No, it's not Keelan, okay. but I can call him Keelan for the sake of the story. No, no, don't. No, I won't. I won't. It's not Keelan. Um, let's call him uh, 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 Billy. Okay, Billy. Okay, Billy. All right. So, all right. So this is an email um, that I got from Billy yesterday regarding Sarah's wingman proposal. So it says, "Dear Sarah and Greg." I write this after another typical night at a little bar on the east side where the ratio of men to women was 14 to 2, where my friend and I were discussing how I might be the perfect candidate to be Sarah and Kelsey's first client. First, Sarah knows me and knows I would never hit on them, so that removes the creepy factor. It's true. I, I know this person. He's a cool guy, and he's not creepy at all. Uh, second, I am honestly at my wit's end about where to go in this town to meet appropriate women. Um, definition of appropriate to be defined later. It seems like every place I go in this town is either filled with dudes or coupled up, plus it should provide good show content god bless you sir uh and finally most importantly a chance for sarah to prove greg wrong so sarah if you're serious about this i think i'd be a good good candidate um yes i I would probably pay you plus i dare say drinks right back and let's discuss thanks billy billy wants to pay you and buy your drinks to go hang out with you to meet chicks Mm -hmm. (sighs) it sounds like the most amazing and plus i know this person too so like i know that, that I could take because all he's right. Like, well, let's talk about this honestly. If you were, <laughs> if so, if this if this were to happen for real, like if you why did, wouldn't it happen for real? If your job was to take someone out, like I know we joked about it when Kelsey was here mm-hmm. last week or whenever that was. Your job is to take him out and have him meet chicks mm-hmm. while he's buying you drinks. Not even chicks, just like take him out to places that aren't coupled up and all you know full of dudes, like some new hot, like hot spots around town. And I know what kind but of... the fact that you just said hot spot, I don't know if you know where these hot spots are. I do are. know where the hot spots are. You pay attention to where single ladies hang out. Well, yeah, because a lot of my good friends are single ladies, and I have a lot of acquaintances that are single ladies, and I have many friends on the books of face and everywhere where I know where they go and where they frequent. Why have you not told me of these places? Because you're not... Because you have not uh, talked to me about my proposal. I'm not going to pay you. Well, then that's your problem. <laughs> You know what? You don't get good shit for free. Unless you're downloading this podcast, which that's good shit for free. But I'm saying, Greg, if this because this person, because Billy believes in me, I believe in Billy. And I think that I, I truthfully, honestly, I know him. He's a nice guy. He's like, he's very fun to hang out with. I, I need to know who Billy is. Do you know who he is? Can you see it? Um, let me t- sorry. It- Keelan again. Keelan's like, I'm your friend. And you even take me to spots where single ladies hang. What the fuck? Again, Keelan comes down to monetary needs. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yo, yes, he is a very nice guy. Uh huh. Oh man, but he needs a guarantee. Greg. What's a guarantee? Well, I told him I'd write him back, and we will discuss. This is just a, an opening statement. Well, what is he going to get other than hanging out with you? <laughs> Oh well, God! <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I will show him around to some spots. I will uh, come with. Uh, I'll bring some girlfriends too, and we can all just go out. No, but that's that's false girls though. If it's just your girlfriends who already have boyfriends, they don't. All my girlfriends have boyfriends. So you're gonna hook him up with your friends? No, I'm not hooking him up with my friends. But I'm saying like, he, like he can come out with us where we go because we go to different places. <laughs> because that's something that someone and we meet new what? friends all the time. Okay, but. I- <laughs> I gotta understand. What is your goal? 
with this. So you're the business owner. Yes. Tell me what your tell me what your tagline is. What are you going to do? My tagline is to take to take Billy out and show him a good time and show him places that he probably hasn't been frequently frequenting yet. Also with the company of a female who is also like a non-threatening companion. Who will come? Who will come with him and escort him around town? Also, there, therefore, showing other females like, hey, also, look, therefore, heretofore, heretofore bylaws. bylaws, and therefore too. No, and therefore, also this showing like a, this. What this sounds like right now is, uh, you're going to buy me drinks, and we'll go where I want to go. No, we'll go where I think it's going to be best for him. He doesn't need to buy me. And drinks. what is it that's best for him? What's best for him is to go to places that he's not going to. Clearly, he wrote after he had yet another not-so-great night on the town. I would like to assist him in that. There are many, many bars. There are new ones opening every day. There are fantastic ones all around town that maybe he's not aware of, that uh, single people hang out at. You could, there are many places that you can get involved in conversation without being creepy. Okay, Bean in the chat is saying, I love that Greg doesn't see any reason for men and women to mingle if they're not getting something out of it. No, the fact is, he's paying for this. He's paying her financially. He should get something out of it. Well, yeah, he is. He's going to get an experience. You know what he's going to get? He's going to get my knowledge. He's going to get my training. Your training. It's tell a seven-step. I can't tell you. There's a seven-step process. A seven-step process. Kelsey and I have gone through this. Okay, go through the seven-step process. You need to. You need no. to at least. No, you need to give something here. If you want to pitch this as an actual idea, what what's your seven-step process? Well, what it's going to be? It's going to be the. It's going to be pickup lines. Step one. Step what's one. The, step what? Give us an example pickup line. No, I'm not going to give you a sample pickup line. But step one is going to be uh, where you sit when you're in an establishment. Okay, where do you sit? I'm not going to tell you. All right, well, I don't what believe you? you at all. If I think there's you're a full single, of shit. all right, well, all right, I'll tell you one. So, like, say for example, if you're walking into the bar, yeah. and there's a pretty girl sitting at the bar by herself having a drink, you do not sit anywhere near her. Why not? Exactly. No, but tell me why not. Give at least one lesson here. Why not? Well, because you don't want to creep her out. That's super creepy. Okay, so be. what do you do? You sit because in the corner and don't talk to her? No, you don't sit in the corner. You sit there and you kind of let it you let it steep, just like a tea bag. Ew. <laughs> what? You let it steep, <laughs> like your, your tea bag's in the hot water. No, don't worry, ma'am. I'm not talking to you. I'm just steeping my tea bag a bit. So what you do, yeah, is you sit there and, and you, let her, you let yourself get into her eye line. You let yourself get into her, her line of sight. And then, for example, like say if Billy was there and he sat down, then he would be there first by himself. I'd show up about 10 minutes later and then come and sit next to him. Give him a hug, clearly a platonic hug. Like we're buddies. And then we'll sit there and we'll have, a, we'll have some drinks and like some laughs. And this girl that he has his eye on will see how engaging he is and how like, wow, look. He's not creepy because look at his his female friend who he's having a good time with. Wait, so you're going to sit there and have a conversation? What's the conversation going to be? What if it's not engaging? What is the engaging conversation? That I'm gonna not going to tell you again. You need, this is too many freebies. This is not freebies. These are. I not can't freebies. help but that you're frustrated that somebody actually was is slightly interested in one of my business ideas. No, these are not freebies because here's the thing: they're supposed to be paying you. So you are this uh, obviously. If you are the expert in this, this can't happen without you being involved. So you're not giving anything away by saying what you're going to be doing. So, yes, I am. I'm giving everything away. You don't have anything. That's why. Yes, I do. You do not. I'm just not going to share it to you because you know what? You're being cheap and you don't want to pay the price. You don't have anything. I have everything. I'm not going to pay you. You know what, Greg? This is coming from the guy that was able to connect with his other actor friends yesterday because of... Oh, wait. Mm, me. Uh, I don't see how... what. It, so the step one is you're going to... 
A, there's apparently has to be a single lady sitting at the bar, and then you're there not going to sit to next be. to her, and then you're going to hug the dude to make it look like no, no, no. There doesn't have to be a single weird. lady. But what we're, what we'll do before is we'll probably go in and scout out the place first, like about like a half an hour before we go in. Then we'll go across the street somewhere, have a drink there, figure out our plan, and then go back in. Wait, you're gonna figure out a. Wait, so you're gonna go into a bar. And then presumably you'll see a single lady and then you're going to stare at her off in the corner and then you're going to go to another bar and then plot your ways to woo her. I'm not. It's not even plotting. That's that sounds like you know stalking. What? how are you? How are you expecting me to describe this if everything you're saying is totally like so you're saying that I'm wrong? I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm questioning. These are questions. These aren't saying that you're wrong. I'm, I'm asking you're not they're you're aggressive questions they're not you're aggressive. aggressively questioning okay I feel like I'm in a courtroom <laughs> well if somebody's paying money all right okay here's I like how you lowered your voice so that's gonna be less aggressive all right here's all right thing. Sarah this sounds a little bit better so uh, you go into dick. the bar with um, with uh, Billy or as being noted you should call him a John so uh, Billy though you and Billy go into the uh, <laughs> excuse me into an establishment that you apparently already have lined up, a so-called <gasps> hot spot. So you go into the hot spot, and presumably Ew. that's what you said. I didn't say that. Well, you called the them way hot you're, spots. Enu- you're the way you're enunciating it is wrong. Where you're like hot spot. Okay. All right, and Tristan has a good point. You're right, Tristan. You know what? Since since Billy is the first one that asked, he gets it for free. <laughs> wow, you've already just thrown out. The no, I'm plan. saying because I need a client. That's true. Because Tristan's saying you need the first client as a referral. That's true. You know what? This would be a good stepping off point. Yes. Yes. You know what? You know what, Billy? I will do this for free. We are going to have fun. Minus all of the drinks that you're going to. Except for you can still pay for drinks if you want. That's totally cool. I'm not making him do anything. I'm not making him do anything. I am curious to see. Can I just sit back and and observe? No, No, because I want to observe. No, because you're going to draw attention to us. No, I won't draw attention to you. Nope. I won't draw attention to you. You can't be involved. I'm going to find out where you're going. No, you won't. No, you won't. I won't talk to you guys. I'll go sit in the corner, and I. Wow, that's so. I'll crazy. hang out with my own friends, and then uh, I just, I just want, I want to see this plan take uh, take shape. I want to see see it in action. If you want a referral or a reference, I could say as an outside observer, you know, maybe I could give a good referral for you. That's really creepy. Or maybe I'll I don't give need you an outside referral. What I want to do, maybe is I'll I- give you a Yelp review or something that's not so good. It d- d- just depends. Oh, that's good. Gosh, Tristan's full of good ideas. He said, do it for free and then have Billy come onto the show to discuss how it worked. That's a good idea. And then clientele builds itself. Builds itself. <laughs> so what is, this, what is the final goal that somebody gets? Fun. Fun. I might be a lot of things, but you can't say I'm not fun. I can show people, like I can take them around, show them, show them a fun time. If, if someone is... Buying my drinks and just wants to go out and hang out. I can I can show them off. Oh, what's going on with me? I don't know. Your computer's like screaming at it, you. It is. I don't know why it's doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so fun is what they're getting out. Hitch. What is that? Oh, is that the? I've never Hitch seen. Hitch is that. the movie with Will Smith where I've, he's like the ladies' expert and takes clients and then teaches them how to hit on women. Ooh, I need to watch that. <laughs> Done. But let me guess. Then he meets a lady that kind of rivals himself. And he realizes that he can't play games with her. Oh, I'm assuming. I think that's how it works. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's how every Will Smith Yeah, I don't know works. how else it would work. Except before in Six Degrees of Separation. That was disturbing. All right. Mm-hmm. 
So when is this going to happen that you're taking out your? Client? I don't know. Well, I have. I uh, since it is the holiday, tis the holiday season. Mm-hmm. I do have a plethora of paintings that I'm working on for the next few weeks. So I, my going out times are going to be few and far between. However, I will try and uh, see if he'll be available maybe sometime next week. A weeknight would be a good night too, because okay. it doesn't necessarily have to be a Friday or Saturday. Like a lot of people, sometimes you know have different work hours. And that's like also one of the problems. That's another secret, by the way. You don't just meet people on Friday and Saturday nights. A lot of times, like someone works in the service industry or they have like Monday and Tuesday off instead of Saturday and Sunday. You can go out to these places and see different types of clientele for the different nights that, you know, that they're out. It's very exciting. (laughs) (laughs) All I'm hearing is you're, you're giving an excuse for drinking on any night of the week. No. (laughs) That's rude. All right, all right. I'm. I will be excited to see this if this happens, and Billy comes back and gives a solid report. All right. Well, I'm going to write back to him and see if he's uh, if he'll be into coming on the show afterward because that will be the stipulation. The fee is waived. You're waving your fee. wow. Sarah is waving her fee. I'm waving. She just the threw fee. her hand in the air, saying waving my fee. Waving the fee. If he comes in afterward and talks about talks positively. <laughs> well, now you've already put. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, no, no. So wait. You know what? No, not positively. Talks exactly how you feel. If you think it was a failure, then you know I tried. You right. didn't lose any money. Right. That I didn't take any money. Right. That won't be intimidated. Intimidating at all. He what? comes in here and sits here, and then you're just glaring at him. If he had a terrible I'm time, I'm not going to glare at him. What kind of monster do you think I am? <laughs> so, so all he has to do is just buy you drinks all night. Well, no, he doesn't have to. And plus, I don't, like, if it's a weekday, I'm just going to be drinking, like, like shitty beer anyway. So it's not going to be, like, that exotic of a tab. It'll oh, be, like, no, $10. I'm just curious. Hey, it's, it's your, your business deal. I was just trying to understand it. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm trying to understand. Well, you know what? Maybe it's not for you to understand. Okay. Or maybe you should have gotten in uh, right at the get-go because now Billy here gets the first one. Like, he gets the, the whole shebang. He gets the, the hanging out around town and meeting ladies for free. See, here's the problem, though. I couldn't do like a reverse business. Because he business. was an early adopter. I couldn't do a reverse, a reverse business of this if there were ladies like looking to meet men. Because like, that's, that's pretty easy. Rick Rutherford says, all right, I have to go to work, but my daughter is going to continue to listen and have her mind polluted by Sarah's business ideas. <laughs> 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 oh, that's awesome. Wow. Yes. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. It's all right, Kersey. I'm always right. Don't worry about that's it. That's not true. I'm recruiting, too. It's not. It's just not true. <laughs> Uh, actually, I just got an email really quick, and I, this relates to Baltic. So, uh, listener Chris, he can't be in the chat, but he's listening live. I think this is Patch, actually. Oh, it's Patch. Patch. Uh, he said, in guy terms, think of Sarah as the offensive coordinator in football. She's designing the plays and also the QB running the offense. So you're you're the you're the one running. The I'm plays. the offensive coordinator. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. <gasps> Maybe I'll put that on my business card. Well, and cards, because Kelsey and I came up with this together. So, Kelsey, when she flies into Portland, she can... Also, maybe she can be World Traveler Winger. Offensive Coordinators of Love? Or what, what? what's the name of your business? It's called Wingers Incorporated. Wingers Incorporated. Mm-hmm. All right. Katie in Texas made us an amazing flyer. Oh, I did see the flyer. Mm-hmm. That, that, was, that was pretty awesome. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Wait, you know this is World of Crazy, right? Have you been gone so long that you don't know the songs? Sorry, I, mean, I just I have a lot of lines to memorize, and so I just don't have time. Oh my to, God. Sometimes you just got to get rid of the stuff that doesn't. Uh... No, actor, you please go first. I just I, I have a lot of things to think about oh now. My God, you know? you're such a douchebag. 
I can't. If you get any small piece of fame, I am going to be afraid of you. You're going to be intolerable. I don't. What are you talking? About? I was all over television last year. And I, I wasn't un- intolerable. <laughs> Got a lot of coffee. You haven't had a lot. You've had all the coffee. I've had so much coffee. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right, it's uh, it's small balls today. Just a potpourri. Just a tiny little smattering of balls. We've got this. Uh, Brian Wilson. Do you know who Brian Wilson is? The guy from the Beach Boys. Different one. That's who I always think of first, too. But there's a second Brian Wilson who okay. actually did achieve a small amount of fame. Um, so he was the pitcher for the San Francisco Giants. He's more famous because he's got a... Uh, oh, he's with a beard. This time of year last year, I, I was on a lot. Um... Yeah, I've had a lot of coffee. Uh, so, Brian Wilson has the big, huge beard, beard that he, yeah, that he yeah, dyes yeah. black. Does he dye it black or does it grow black? He dyes it black. Okay. He dyes it black. It's a big, giant beard. And um, he kind of got famous for that. He's got a weird sense of humor. And he goes to goes went on a bunch of talk shows, did all kinds of things along those lines. But... He is no longer playing for the Giants, and he was actually just offered a big deal by the New York Yankees. All right. However, the Yankees have a rule where all their players have to keep short hair and no beards, no facial hair. That's one of the Yankees' rules. It's always been that way, which is why when Johnny Damon went there, he had to cut off all his hair and all that stuff. Okay. Uh, Brian Wilson, in lieu of a giant multi-million dollar contract has said he will not sign with the New York Yankees because he won't shave his beard. Oh, wow. He's turning down millions of dollars because he doesn't want to shave his beard. Well, okay. So that is what he's doing. That, I mean, um, I guess, does he already have a lot of money? I mean, I guess... I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, like, that's like if someone told me to shave my head or get a million dollars. Like, I would I would prefer to keep millions my hair. Millions of dollars? Say so you got, like, a $20 million contract? But see, I don't, I'm not in the same position. I don't already have millions of dollars. It's like if I had already had millions of dollars, which he probably has, correct? I would assume so. I yeah, so he's, he's probably like living pretty cushy. Like, he's But probably it's like- also, you get a limited time to earn money as a professional <laughs> baseball player. And it's the New York Yankees. Like, you could, you could say for the rest of your life, I played for the Yankees, which is... I mean, honestly, that that's pretty cool. If you're but maybe that's not player. cool for him. I mean, maybe what's cool for him is his beard. But millions of dollars. That shows how much he loves his beard. That's a lot of beard love. <laughs> that's a lot, that's of, a beard lot of beard love. love. That guy should get like a beard award. Uh, well, somebody offered him a million dollars just to shave it. No, uh, no, no rules, anything else. Just a million dollars to shave his beard, and he didn't do that then either. Well, if he's not going to do it for multi-million dollars, I'm sure he's not going to do it for a million. Yeah, that's true. All right, moving on in ball talk. Potpourri of balls, smattering of balls. It's small balls today. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, we have this. This comes from Jasper, Tennessee, where a uh, high school football coach has been arrested and booked into the Marion County Jail on charges of vandalism. So Uh-oh. here's what this guy did. So he is coach of Marion County High School. They were going to be playing their rival a rival school and the rival football team called South Pittsburgh. Now, South Pittsburgh's colors happen to be orange, orange and black. Now, there was one morning where on a Friday, November 1st, actually the day of the game between Marion County and, and South Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. the Marion County facilities 
suddenly showed up covered in orange and black spray paint and full of vulgarities uh, regarding the school, regarding Marion County. Took a little while, but they realized that it was, in fact, the coach of Marion County who wanted to inspire his players by spray painting their facilities with a whole bunch of vulgar stuff in the opposing team's colors in order to rally his team. That was the that was the plot of an episode of Beverly Hills 90210. It was? Yeah. That's what they did, try and rile up the uh, rile up everybody. They pretended like the opposing high school trashed their locker room. And like the outside of the school. And then it got them, you know, all motivated to win the game and then they found out <gasps> it was an inside job. Well apparently he must be. He must be a super fan, a too. A fan of 90210. Okay. So Michael Schmidt has been arrested and booked on charges of vandalism. That's pretty awesome. Way to go, coach. Above and beyond. Above and beyond. Well, he's going to jail. He caused uh, several thousand dollars worth of damage. Oh. Still, that's inspiring. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm with him. I think he, he did what he needed to to inspire a team that might have needed a little inspiration. I'm seeing a little Coach Taylor in this guy. Is Coach Taylor the coach from... Guess it. 90210. Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I met somebody yesterday who was on Friday Night Lights. <laughs> Moving Wait, on to Ball Talk. They were on Friday Night Lights? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Yep, she was in Friday Night Lights. <gasps> Alright, you're going to have to tell me who it is. That's amazing. And I think Prison Break as well. She's in that too. Moving on to Baltac. We've got this. So uh, this is a mystery. And it has to do with Sean Lee of the Dallas Cowboys, who has actually complained on FM radio about this because he can't solve this mystery. Is it a mystery that we could solve here right now? I don't know if it is, we can or not. But the mystery is this. Someone has been stealing his underwear and socks during the game. <laughs> and he, no teammate will lay claim to it because it's while they're all out on the field. And he said there's a 50... When he comes back after the games, there's been a 50% chance that his socks and underwear are gone. And he's not very happy about it. But he can't figure out who it is and no one will lay claim. Well, seriously, so if he's a fancy player, can't he just get like a little tiny camera and install it in his locker and find out who's stealing it? Um, it seems to be a simple explanation. You can get a camera on the tip of a ballpoint pen at this point. Well, maybe. Maybe he could do that. Or it's uh, possible there's just underpants gnomes in the locker room. I don't know which. But yes, somebody is stealing his underwear. And so this is the mystery that's been put out there. He addressed his other teammates. He's been trying to get them to fess up. No one will admit to it because no one seems to want his underwear. At least that's what they're laying Who would want his underwear? I don't know. Somebody's stealing his underwear every time he comes back. Wouldn't that suck, though? You go out on the field, play hard, you're getting ready to leave. You know, you're sweaty, you take a shower, and your your underpants are gone. I would be a little bummed. I'd be weirded out. Someone is stealing his underpants. But are they really? Is he just doing this for attention? I don't... Uh, well, I mean, I guess I can't say for sure. What if he's sure. throwing away his underpants and then trying to be like, Hey, I'm so desirable. Somebody's stealing my underpants. Someone has stolen his underpants. It's being asked, were they clean or dirty? I don't know. That's what I was wondering, too. I suppose they're the ones that he wore to the facility before he put on his... Do they put on clean underwear before they put on their... Well, I guess you shower and then put, well, on put on jock strap or something. Do you wear underwear with a jock strap? They probably have like spandex. They, they have like fancy. Do you wear, they wear underwear with a jock strap? No. I wear boxers. But, but I mean, do normal people wear. Does jock strap go over or under underwear? Well, yeah, but they're. 
Are you talking about his regular clothes or his clothes on the no, field? No, I'm, I'm confused about jock straps. I'm talking about jock straps. He's going to wear one when he's on the field. But do you wear underwear with your jock strap? Well, and, and plus it's probably all built in now. It's all like one okay. spandex solid unit, I'm sure. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to talk about his underwear. Um, so anyway, somebody is stealing his underwear. And that's all I'm saying. So he says. So he says. And finally in ball talk, we have this. Boy, the uh, the Michigan loss to Michigan State last weekend really affected a lot of people. Now, not only did we have the audio of the Michigan coach or Michigan uh, president, the president of the university being on the loudspeaker and completely drunk that we had a couple days yep. ago. There was also this. She was not the only one drinking because Michigan State beat Michigan. There is this. So uh, around 2.30 a.m. on uh, uh, last week, it was last week, I, can't, I don't have the exact date, um, Police were responded to a man asleep in his car at a gas station. He'd apparently been unconscious for 90 minutes and had urinated on himself while parked at the gas station in the driver's seat. And, of course, they arrested him on drunk driving. And while he was booked, he said this. He said he drank so much because he was upset that the University of Michigan's football team lost 29-6 at Michigan State University. Aww. So he don't was, be an idiot. Just he was also upset car. about the play calling of the offensive coordinator. Wow, that's pretty succinct for a guy who just pissed himself in his car. This is, these are the things. He blew a uh, at, uh, .24 blood alcohol content. That's four times the limit, huh? That's, uh, that's, that's pretty high. .24 is what he blew because he was pissed off at the offensive coordinator. Hmm. Who knows how much Billy is going to be drinking after he's uh, upset with your play calling when you take him out. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, I see. You tied it, you tied it back together. Mm-hmm. That was some good stuff right full there. Full circle. Yeah, full circle. That was a good Ball Talk, Greg. Thanks. I really enjoyed it. What's going on? Do you want me to do World of Crazy? Is that a yes? He's just nodding. You know you can't, they can't hear you nod. Okay, so jockstraps serve as the underwear. Gotcha. It's been a long time since I've worn a jockstrap. I'm not an aficionado as... Uh, is that John and Boring? Or no, that was Chocolate. Mm. Well, thank you for the information. I was quite curious. Hello, everybody. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. I'm going to take your coffee away now at this point. Stop drinking coffee, Greg. It's starting to have a reverse effect. Put the coffee down, Greg. I've had a lot of coffee. First up. A man who has a habit of rolling around naked in cow manure because it pleasures him has been transferred from a British mental institution to a prison. A man by the name of David Truscott, 44 years young, has served not one, not two, but three jail sentences as a result of his bizarre fetish. He has also admitted to... Oh, wow. He has also admitted to threatening to kill a farmer and his family after they tried to ban him from going onto their land to have sex with cow manure. Can I can I ask? Does it go into specifics of exactly how he has sex with the cow manure? All right. Well, it says at one point one of the farmers... Yes, all right, it says it eventually. I was just looking at this. So at one point, 
the farmer whose land he was trying to go on by the name of Clive Ross, uh, was tired of trying to chase David Trescott off of his property because he kept having sex with cow pies on there. So he said that he tried to deter him from getting naked and having sex with them by cleaning up the cow pies as soon as the cows dumped their waste. This guy had this guy had such a problem he had to go out there and clean it up before some dude and before you go and have sex with it. How does that your day? Like how does that become your day? It's like, oh I'm just a farmer, blah blah blah. You know, got so many things to deal with. Oh crap. Bessie pooped again. I better get out there and get that up before that dude comes out and has sex with it. Uh, well, uh, Truscott was not happy at the fact that he was cleaning the field and retaliated by setting the farm on fire. Wow. Nobody was hurt. However, this did get him sent to a mental institution, which now he's going to be transferred to a hospital, or excuse me, to a jail cell to serve out the rest of his sentence. So his fetish first came to light in 2004 when he told a court he got sexual pleasure from stripping down to his waist and rolling around in manure for some reason. <laughs> How do you even discover that that's what you're... He just he discovered it. Also, at one point, uh, police, after uh, Truscott reportedly violated what he should be doing, but he kept going on to farmer's property and trying to have sexual relations with the cowboys. Uh, the police went to search his home and found 360 pairs of women's underwear and also a collection of feces. A collection of what? Feces. He had a collection? Mm-hmm. Like what, in jars or he something? He had like a Marlon Brando collection. Was that what Marlon... I thought he kept his urine in jars. No, I think Marlon Brando took poop samples. Is that that what he did? I'm pretty sure that he did. Okay. I'm not sure. I don't think my reference is off. I don't know. I don't know. I thought when people came to visit him on his island that he made them poop in jars. (laughs) I don't don't know. Am I... Did I dream this? I swear I think that's what it is. Are you confusing it with like Island of Dr. Moreau or... Well, maybe the island part, but I swear that Marlon Brando made people poop in jars. <laughs> How do you make someone poop in a jar? When they came to visit him, he made them, like, they couldn't leave without pooping in a jar. <laughs> you, Did I make this you up? You shall not pass without pooping in a jar. I swear. I think Marlon Brando, well, you look that up while I move on to the All next right, story. I'll, I'll see if I can But I swear, I swear this. I read that Let's Marlon get to Brando the bottom of the truth right now. I'll consult the internet. Okay. All right. This next story has to do with a real-life Pandora's box. Attention, Google. Did Marlon Brando make people poop in jars? All right, go ahead. Authorities remain baffled over the mysterious death of a man who died shortly after opening a mysterious container that was labeled Pandora's Box. Isn't that interesting? That's weird. It's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, so they remain baffled over the mysterious death of a man who reportedly died shortly after opening a mysterious container labeled Pandora's Box. So this week, uh, it has been reported that Jason Airy, 37 years old, was found dead in his Carlisle Cumbria home uh, a couple months ago. So this is just being reported now. So the coroner... Was it true? I'm still trying to find out. Okay. There's a lot of speculation on the Googles. Okay, the coroner said that uh, that when he conducted the postmortem, he said that for no inexplicable reason, Jason's heart had just stopped beating, causing his organs to fail. But however, they do not know why. Now, now where was the box from? Uh, they don't say. Let's see. So the box was found uh, near his body when his body was found, and uh, so the box had been opened, and it said Pandora's box on it. However, it it only contained unused synthetic cannabis. So his father said his son seemed like just his normal self on the day that he died. He also said that he believed uh, that the box had been recently opened before his son's death. The story... uh, Let's see, yeah, so they don't have any idea where the box came from. This is totally reminding me of, like, the Dybbuk box or whatever. They don't know where the box came from. Uh, However, the police now have it in their custody, and they, yeah, they don't know what happened or why the guy had a heart attack at 37. That's disturbing. Mm-hmm. So they, so it was synthetic marijuana. Yeah, synthetic cannabis. Yeah, some kind of weed curse. 
All right, what are you finding over there? What- uh, I, I think I did find something. Um, okay, so here's here's what the rumor is. The rumor is that Marlon Brando, when people came to visit him in Fiji, liked to have his visitors poop in a jar. That is exactly what I said. He had a whole On wall. On an island. I was right. 100%. He had a whole wall full of the jars in his Fiji compound. See, it was like an island doctor, but I swear, I'm like, I remember he was on an island, and when people came to visit him, he made them poop in jars. That's that's the rumor. Yes. All right, good. I'm not crazy. Well, that doesn't... He had a wall of poop jars. Wow. But why would you do it? Would you have done it if Marlon Brando asked you to? Dude, if I got to go to Marlon Brando's house on a private island in Fiji, fuck yeah. Really? You would? I would totally poop in a jar. You wouldn't? I, I don't know. You totally would. I I mean, I guess maybe I would. If I if I got the free trip to Fiji. Yeah, free trip to Fiji and you get to hang out and like... Oh, yeah, with the young Marlon Brando. Yeah, it's not young Marlon Brando you're hanging out with. I know. Young Marlon Brando, I doubt, had a wall of uh, poop jars. <laughs> I think that was just a... I think, that, I think time <laughs> did a little bit of that work to him. What an age-focused eccentricity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to start collecting poop. I wonder what happened the day before he decided to start collecting poop. That's what I want to know. Like, what <laughs> led to that? Just like the guy who has sex with cow pies. Like, what led to those events? Like, what is it that one day you're like, well, well that one's just too good to flush down. I can't, I can't do that. I mean, look at that. It's just, it's beautiful. I mean, look at that. It's just, I, I, need, to, I need to keep this forever in a jar. On my wall. Yeah, and then I can show everybody that comes in. You know what? I'm not pooping enough. I need more. I need more than I can actually supply. I'm going to have to get other people, too. I do remember reading another like part of that story, too, where he made, like, they all were labeled. He made people wear labels? No, like, no, all the jars were labeled. They were labeled of who they were from? Uh And finally, Greg, I do have... A pretty exciting story. Might have to do with a little bit of Bigfoot. Bigfoot? Wait a minute. Are you talking about a Squatch Watch? Well, I didn't know that everything has to be a Squatch Watch. Well, if it's about Bigfoot... It was Bigfoot. a Bigfoot story. This isn't the same one that I... Well, which one Why is yours about... taking Squatch I'm not watches? taking anything away from you. You know what? Maybe you're just not looking hard enough. <sighs> is yours about uh, Bigfoot eating habits? Well, I was going to be doing a... Bigfoot story tomorrow, but it was about something else that is awesome. Now, fine. No, go ahead. Go ahead. But this had better not be the same one, though. I don't think that it is. Squatch, watch. See, it is my story. Can't make your squatch watch work. It won't. It won't work. No, that's too bad. <laughs> All right, you ready for me to go? I do think there's a sponge in these woods. Squatch! Greg, I want to give you some tips. Okay. Because I found this on the internet, so right. it has to be true. Greg, the way to Bigfoot's heart may just be through its stomach. At least that's according to one of the stars of Animal Planet's hit series, Finding Bigfoot, a.k.a. Squatch Hunters. Greg, 
Now, I know this is true because of the person that they have representing them in this article. Greg, cast member of Squatch Hunters, James Bobo Fay. Bobo the Squatch Hunter. Bobo. James Bobo Fay. I'm just uh, uh, how hereforth shall be referred to as Bobo. Bobo has been searching for Sasquatch since the early 1980s. Uh, he hasn't yet trapped the hairy creature, which means he's really shitty at finding Sasquatch, but believes that certain food items might provide the recipe for success in finding Bigfoot. Now, the key, Greg, that Bobo says, sweets and meats are a Sasquatch treat, most especially bacon. Now, Bobo says... <clears throat> because there's no other animal in nature that will eat bacon. No. It's purely for Squatch reasons only. Bobo says... Since the early 1900s, there's been reports from people saying, I, I was cooking bacon, and then the Bigfoot came, and he licked the pan clean when I sat down later, he said in a video produced in advance of the show's November 10th season premiere. The creatures util- usually settle on raw meat like deer or fruit or berries, uh, but definitely have a craving for a good home-cooked meal. Bobo then added, they love cooked food. It puts a smell in the air. He said that researchers have had success attracting the creatures when cooking in the wild. Now, Bobo says that bacon is big with Bigfoot, as well as chicken wings. So, uh, on a hunt that he went on with one of the writers of of said article that I'm reading right now, uh, Bobo and his Finding Bigfoot team laid out a giant serving tray full of hot wings to try to bait the squatches. It didn't work. Because he ate them all? (laughs) It didn't work that time. But Bobo said uh, that they use, they also lay out blueberries and apples because Bobo says, Bigfoot and Squatches like the fact that the deer are attracted to apples, so they'll come toward the deer. I think Alex in the chat has it correct that these are probably just things that Bobo likes. These are all my favorite foods. Squatches like cheeseburgers, and they enjoy gravy and biscuits in the morning. Well. And Cheetos. Bobo Fay. Bobo looks like a Cheetos guy. Bobo looks like the Cheetos guy. <gasps> Bobo Fay has been known to put out donuts when he's on a, on a squatch last, hunt. His last name really is Faye. He puts out donuts? I'm sorry. So many questions. His last name's Faye, number his one. His Bobo Fay. Bobo, Bobo Fay. James Bobo Fay. Is, did he have the name Bobo because of Bobo Fett? I really don't think it's that cool. It's uh, probably, okay. He just looks like a fucking Bobo. He does look like a Bobo. Uh, I don't, I've not met a lot of people in life that look like a Bobo, but that guy looks like a well, Bobo. That's like the guy on Pawn Stars. He looks like a Chumley if there were ever a Chumley. That's him. <laughs> um, so, but Bobo lays out donuts in the forest. So Bobo Fay has been known to put out donuts when on a hunt, and he says that he's known worldwide for his key insight on Bigfoot cuisine. I just see Bobo like laying them out and then waiting like five minutes. Well, no squatches are getting them. Go ahead and pick those back up. Bobo says that it's his. Uh, cl- it's his keen cuisine instincts that keep him searching for Bigfoot and being the best one to hunt for it. Bobo finally says in the last sentence of the article, "Any scientific expert will tell you and me will tell you me and the Squatch lack the same things." Well, four out of five scientists say that. Wait, what? That's actually what he said. He said, "Any scientific expert will tell you me and the Squatch like the same things." Well, four out of no, five scientists say that. Four to five scientists, because they have nothing better to do than make sure that Bobo and the Sasquatch eat the same foods. <laughs> Four or five scientists agree. He does look like Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. Good call, Shock. Uh, let's like- see. Bobo the Squatch Hunter. Let's take a look here. I don't know if he... 
<laughs> I don't know if, if that's what it is. I can't quite place him as far as what he looks like, other than amazing. And I want him on this show. I'll be sick that day. Oh, I will to- I have no problem interviewing Bobo the Squatch Hunter by myself. There's a conversation I want to have. All right, you guys. Well, there you go. There is my world crazy. Bobo yeah, I, I can't top that one. But my other story, it's not gonna. It's not gonna top that yeah, one. Yeah, I didn't mean to take away from your. You just took away my Squatch fame. Oh, good. Yeah, because you're gonna have your own fame too. soon enough, and maybe you need to concentrate on not being so full of yourself right now. <laughs> it's all about Sarah. It is. So, have you? You need to schedule out your uh, your consultation with uh, with this gentleman, with Billy. Bean has the best thing about the Bobo story ever. She said, "How do you determine who is the best at something that no one has ever successfully accomplished?" Well, that's the great thing about being a squatch hunter is you can just say that you saw it. And actually, I, we did get an email from a listener who uh, said she knows someone closely related to her who has seen Bigfoot. Really? Really. I thought you were going to say that was a Bigfoot. <laughs> no. I don't believe she's related to a Bigfoot, but she knows re- very closely related to someone who has seen Bigfoot. And so she's, so by saying closely related, this means that it's somebody who's not crazy. Well, I don't think she's crazy who wrote in. I don't no, 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 but she's she saying that her, her relative. I think she's vouching, close. yes, for, for her relative. Okay. Well. Yeah. Okay, interesting. I'm just saying. We have to have a special show. If it's a lady, maybe she's your soulmate. No, she uh, she's talking about her fiance in it. So, no, oh, so. yeah, okay, yeah. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in today. It is fantastic that you do so. Big thank you to Neil Brennan. Yes. Neil, always fantastic. Go see him at Helium Comedy Club. All this weekend. All this weekend. Don't miss out. Uh, coming up tonight on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be Guys and Balls. Yeah. Approximately 7.30 p.m. right here on fun, at funemploymentradio.com. Also, if you haven't picked up your sweatshirt, do so right now because they're running out of time. Order your sweatshirt. You've got until 5 p.m. Pacific time. Do it now. Well, All that right. sounded scary. Now. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.